Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the dark and terrible woods of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, the Grapes of Wrath, Bellicom. Sam, the Dates of Sloth, Burns. Hmm... And Ellie, the Bananas of Joy, Sparrow. I very much win. Yeah. I don't know. Bananas always make me vomit, so... Much Aww. like Joy. But no bananas have joy. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Robbie feels joy, they vomit. It's canon yeah. now. <laughs> like, what a lovely... How can it, no, no. can it be canon if it's in our lives? <laughs> Well, I that requires know. a level of fourth wall, uh, level of fourth wall awareness, which only you, the viewer, will be able to comment on. Remember <laughs> to like and subscribe. To um, our lives? <laughs> oh no! Help! Help! <laughs> well, I was going to tell the listeners the cute news that we have, but now it's weird. So no, 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 no! Maintain the illusion that this isn't all the show. No, it was Whoa. cute. I was just. I was going to tell them about our new pigeon friend, but oh. that's fine. Well, me and Jason um, have some news. Yes. Um, we are grandparents now. <laughs> we will be grandparents. We will be grandparents. So, you know Marjorie the pigeon, what's in the podcast? Um, she's real now. <laughs> yes. Um, so... We live in a London flat with a balcony, hmm. um, and this pigeon had been going up and down for a bit with twigs and stuff, so we assumed that she was making a nest maybe in, you know, a nearby roof or a, or a tree, perhaps. For context, um, for reasons of whim and despair and, uh, and such, uh, I had left an old yoga mat out in the on the on one side of the balcony, um, and then we have forgotten about it because we're bad people. Yeah. Yes, because we're bad people. That's that's that is uh, surprisingly relevant. Yes, because um, yoga mat looks a bit like shelter to a pigeon. It turns out, um, it's soft, and it's it provides rain coverage for about three days. So we didn't go out onto the balcony for three days because you don't when it's raining. And then when it had finished raining, we went out, and um, there was a pigeon merrily sat on her eggs uh, <laughs> under the yoga mat. Yeah, that pigeon has now colonised a corner of the balcony. It was briefly the whole balcony yeah. as well. And then but we... Jason built a little um, pigeon barrier so that when yeah. the baby birds happen, we're not worried about stepping on them because that would be horrifying. <laughs> I'm so worried about stepping on baby birds. So we've just gently kind of cordoned her off a little section that would yeah. be big enough for baby birds and things to be in, but also means that when we open the door, we're not going to open it into a baby bird. So yeah, we're grandparents. Yeah. Um <laughs> Marjorie sends her regards. She sat regally on her eggs as we speak, and um, it's all been very exciting. To yeah. be honest, we will uh, we'll keep you updated as to uh, what names uh, the, uh, the, the the little baby pigeons get. <laughs> Let's have a what poll. To name them. I would yes. love to have Let's a do a Patreon poll. poll. <laughs> We'd better do it quickly because they're going to hatch within the next twelve days. They are. Yeah, we better but do By the time this soon. comes up, by the time this comes up, this will have, they will have hatched. Which therefore brings us to ask. Future us, what <laughs> names did we give those pigeons? So, pigeons tend to have two eggs, unfortunately, because they haven't got very good fertility rates. 
and not all of the eggs make it. So I'm afraid we have one baby pigeon, although by this point she is almost fully grown. Her name is Pepper. We've also named uh, Marjorie's mate George because we felt that was an appropriate name. So Pepper has almost entirely lost her little uh, yellow chick feathers at this point, and she is absolutely adorable. It's Future Jason with messages from the present. Have you considered the benefits of the Flintlocks and Fireballs Patreon? Simply sprinkle a monthly support of Flintlocks and Fireballs into your tea, coffee, morning muesli, or hot cup of virgin blood, and you will soon find yourself enjoying such favourable benefits as extra content, bonus features, a larger sexual organ, diminished symptoms of lycanthropy, regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, the intangible blessings of Mamon, a free tour of the luxury apartment of Tiamat, Mother of All Dragons, and a monthly poll for the community to design an element to go into the game, such as an item, monster, or NPC. Note, benefit Fits of larger sexual organs, diminished lycanthropy, blessings of Mammon and Dragon Mother apartment tours only available to patrons who have been born under the appropriate fell stars. For such benefits yourself, check us out at patreon.com slash flintlocks and fireballs, link in the description. That lycanthropy cure could be, but isn't, one click away. Once again, we are involved with the online group Heist Game Eight Adventure, where you and your socially distant friends can infiltrate a corporation's corrupt HQ with nothing more than a laptop and an internet connection, or infiltrate their cyborg island. Check out the link in the description. And that is once again it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. Speaking of eggs... Um... <laughs> The other announcement is that I'm bald now. Yes. Yay. <laughs> I too am an egg. Aww. It's a bit weird to announce that over an audio medium, yeah. but I'm enjoying it. I don't have you hair You always now. were a good egg. Yes. Now I am an especially good egg. Haircuts are fun. Haircuts <laughs> are fun. If you want to do a weird thing to your hair for fun, do it. It's really fun. Would hmm. recommend <laughs> that concludes our news for this week. <laughs> All egg based. Note. <laughs> it's time to see to crack open uh, the the eggs of prophecy and demand uh, of the story yet to come. Nope, that would be actually be quite a good segue for future us, but future us has spoken, so therefore, it's time to begin. Semester. <laughs> Much like the shattered eggs of prophecy. <laughs> Flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party have made their way south into the Panican Forest seeking out the ruins of Then, and following the insistent direction of the large oblong jade key that um, Scamp wears around their neck. 
an artifact, a relic of the lost Cloudwalker civilization. A gigantic civilization, in that it was literally inhabited by giants, but also kind of gigantic. The architecture certainly is, in that it quite likes fluted columns, and is huge. Along the way, the party, travelling with their guide, Odenone, a hunter, encountered uh, a traveller lost in the woods being hunted uh, pretty much by fairies uh, that being one Helvi Helvischild uh, a dwarf from Jova and a capable gunsmith who had been abandoned in the forest after a failed attempt to find the uh, ruins and loot them of their treasures by the quotation marks adventurer archaeologist uh, Monsieur Belloc the party have successfully survived the hunt and uh, by winning a wager with the wild prince uh, not only have called the hunt off for as long as they remain in the woods but have also gained a boon for Celestia who in exchange for sacrificing some of her strength can no longer be scried unless she wills it or in fact subject to any divination magic hmm. <laughs> I'm sure that's going to bite us in the arse I'm just waiting for how <clears throat> so it is the evening of the 30th of full ripeness nine days after you began your, uh, your journey southward you are at the very edge now of the ruins of Fen, having passed a great damaged, uh, a series of, uh, one of a number of great damaged obelisks inscribed thickly with ancient glyphs. The ruins no longer invisible around you uh, have revealed themselves as a broken series of white buildings, and it being night. Uh, and the hunt no longer being on you, you have had the opportunity for your first actually moderately comfortable uh, night of sleep in a week. In a Chalcinian week. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> uh, as such, you have, as per your previous instructions, I believe, set up the dome and are camping within. Now, here's a question, because you've said that this is something that you've been doing regularly um, when you have the opportunity. Do you get into contact with Molly via sending or dream? You have the spell slots for both. Ah. Uh, because you've been saying that you've fairly regularly been checking back in. We would fairly regularly be checking I back in. I would want to if the opportunity present, uh, presented itself. I mean, I feel like that's a joint decision. Yeah, like which, mm. which would you want? I feel like most common when we're in a hostile situation would be sending. Yeah. Just to like make sure that I'm not using up spell slots that we might need in a scary place in the middle of the night, but equally mm. if you were like, oh, it's chill and like, I really want a dream, I wouldn't say no. Mm. So, how do you I feel? Th I think if we were, um, if we're fairly confident we're not in immediate danger of being attacked, I'd ask for a dream. Because not only does that mm. mean just more extensive amounts of time to hang out, but also you can put across a lot more information that hang way. Hang out. Cool, I will, um, <laughs> That's why he wants a dream. <laughs> to hang out. 
I mean, busting a few beds is probably going to happen as well, but... Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you asked Celestia for a dream, she just like looks down the edge of her sunglasses at you. I'm like, oh, you just, just want to chat, do you, darling? Well... <laughs> yeah, have fun, cause... by all means. Hang on, let me get the name of Brandy out one minute. <laughs> uh, come on, the rainbow spirit. <laughs> rainbow spirit, sort of... Doing a little bit of a wiggle in a mildly suggestive manner. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Flutters down, and uh, the sort of pinch of dust and infuses the pinch of dust and nebbish brandy. Yeah. Uh, you better you better lie down, darling, as you'll fall over. All right. All right. Uh... <laughs> Sandman style. Dust and alcohol blown into your eyes, um, but rather than just giving kind of getting gritty eyes, you sink immediately down into a dream. The world goes dark around you, and you find instead a sudden warm peace. You open your eyes. And you are in what at first you take to be a comfortable, um, really plush bed. Um, probably, you want to say really soft pinkish white cotton. But as you pick yourself up, you realize you are lying on a cloud uh, in a field of pinkish white clouds with a distant sun uh, with a distant sunset but no sun rather it is a sky shot uh, through with pinks and oranges and reds in the style of a sunset just sort of glowing yeah like it gets stronger it gets more orange to one side than the other but there's no sun that you can see there's uh, here and there you you catch glimpses of sort of echoing half-real figures bouncing around on clouds or sitting back and relaxing. Is this a part of the Dreamfold that we passed through at one point? It is not. This is a new part. Okay. Checking your hand, the little uh, multicoloured flames running up and down it begin trailing off towards what looks like a pillar of cloud in the distance. Alright, I would make my way towards it. Okay. You venture towards the cloud uh, and are uninterrupted in your journey. It takes conceptually a few minutes hmm. although you're reasonably although it does feel as if the cloud was much the pillar was much further away when you started um, as if you're moving quicker than your legs really should be able to take you but when you get there you can see that there is a crack in the cloud um, a sort of oddly jagged crack like uh, like a tree trunk that has been split and within it you can see wood um, wood in a cloud hmm can I reach out and just gently touch it? Uh, yes. Touching it, you can feel this is hardwood, probably probably good, uh, good oak. Um, and it's been treated. 
this is not the interior of a tree. This appears to lead into the underside of a ship. Uh, not oh, the underside, sense. I should say, but uh, the, 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 into the lower decks, probably down in the, in the cargo bay. Ah, right. Is with this uh, uh, crack, is it large enough that I could fit through? Oh yeah, it's a little bit of a squeeze, but you are able, uh, if you wish to, to quite easily make your way through. I shall do so. On the other side, the there's this level of calm and peace that becomes absent, that suffused the place of warm, uh, pink, fluffy clouds. Instead, you find you, there is a tension to the air, and you realize that you recognize this ship. It feels a lot like the lowest deck of the Relentless. You can see that the crates are arranged in much the same way, and at the far end there is the little um, secured cargo hold that you, in which you found Terry Thate. Right. The um, flame, the little flame on your hand, points that way, uh, and the door is open. But instead of the occupant uh, of the items that were found in it before, there is a desk with a hunched over figure in with a broad brimmed uh, hat uh, broad brimmed hat not entirely unlike your own but a bit fancier uh, who seems to be just uh, playing uh, playing around with some uh, uh, dice classic sort of bone dice and a leather cup you can't really see their face Alright. Can I hear anything else? Like, um, any noise coming from the uh, upper decks? You can't hear anything coming from the upper decks, but you can hear the creaking of wood uh, of a ship in transit. Alright, I am going to gingerly make my way towards this figure. Are they just by themselves in there? They appear to be by themselves. Um, as you approach... The brim of the hat tips up a little, and they call and they call out to you. In some time, since we seen someone so solid come by these parts. Oh well, you know. Um... You wait long enough, everything turns up. Mm. They always do down here eventually. Tell me. The figure looks up and you can see there is a skeletal figure beneath. Not a, not just like a skeleton, um, but someone who whose skin is tight to their flesh. Um, Grey and... Uh, strangely moist they do not appear to have uh, any eyes in their sockets and their lips are drawn tight uh, uh, around their exposed teeth it's somewhere it it strikes you somewhere 
almost the opposite of someone uh, being drowned, as if someone had been mummified. Oh, like desiccated to yeah, death. Yeah, and yet they are, now that you look at them, just dripping with water. Alright. Given the um, encounter we had on the way to uh, Sunder and what this individual is uh, dressed in, um, Corson is going to make a, uh, a wild stab at who this is. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Shawshanks? <laughs> well, it's been a in quite the ruby moon since anyone has uh, come close on that. But then, most folk wouldn't think to look in a dream, now would they? No, but, um, I think, given, uh, some of the places that I've been, it, uh, it wasn't something I could entirely rule out. Mm. You, How did uh, you end up here, then? Well, I'm, uh, I'm asleep, but I'm also not kind of hard to sleep when you're dead. Kind no, of I mean, hard to stay awake. I always thought that um, uh, phrase about you can sleep when you're dead was bullshit. Uh, turns out you can't sleep, but you can dream. Huh. So I'm awake. And Doesn't I'm that get asleep. a bit confusing? You have no idea. And, uh, if the Regent has any mercy on you, you won't find out. Have you ever had... How long... What's the longest you've gone without sleep for? Ooh. I think probably... Topping out at about 70 hours? That was not fun. Hmm. When I was alive, I uh, did about the same before I conked out. It's about, after about 36 to 48 in, it's like you're, you start to get that point where you're, uh, where the ship's still sailing, but it's not like anyone's at the wheel. It's more like you've lashed the wheel in place. Yeah, and everything's kind of on the water. And you're just doing what you're used to doing. And it all happens a bit, uh, a bit without your say-so. Like, you're still doing the things you do. But you're not all there. No, not exactly three, well, sailing on, on, on full main. Exactly. Now imagine you can't sleep. But you still get tired. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm... I'm still sailing. But the wheels lashed in place. And I'm doing the things I do. 
But I'm not awake either. But somehow I can still dream. So, forgive me if this is a uh, uh, overly searching question, but what does a dead man dream about? Triumphs, regrets, and sometimes when you've been here long enough, whatever comes your way, folk like you, surprising number of gnomes. They do get about a bit. Mm. I've, um, they know uh, some of the shortcuts, I think it's fair to say. You a gambling man? On occasions. The cup of dice. <laughs> he looks to the nods to the side, and you see where there was not in the waking world. There is a door. Looks like your uh, little fire there wants you to go through there. Think you'll find whatever you're looking for on the other right. side. But before you go. Since our meeting is by chance, would you be interested in a wager? What sort of wager? Hand of lawyer's dice. And. Well. I can't wager this kind of things that uh, some of the folk around here can. But have you got some but if you've got something you'd offer maybe I can match it. Well I have picked up a a few choice items, but um they're none of them really physically here with me right now. Uh, I'm not really physically here exactly either. Well, you got a ship? I do, although uh, that's something that even if I were in a position to uh, to give up, I honestly can't. <laughs> what about a voyage then, or a fight? Mm. I wager you. One fight, one battle, that you can call my, my sleeping, waking self to. And if I win, you do the same. What sort of battles do you fight in these days, other than, you know, with enterprising privateers such as myself? There is one thing that could cure me. What's that? Whisper of a legend of a thing that uh, may or may not exist, but then before I uh, won my last game of chance of significance, I didn't think this sort of thing could happen either. There's a thing they call... Uh, the Grail. Ah. Somewhere, they say, somewhere out in the seeds, it's there. 
And it's the thing that can bring back anything, even someone like me. So I can Regent damn sleep again. Well, and maybe that time when I die, it'll stick. <laughs> I suppose it is true what they say about people like you telling no tales, is it? Hmm. Well, that seems uh, like a reasonable offer. Just out of character clarification, yep. um, the the game that he is offering uh, to play with me yep. is uh, Corzin would be at least familiar with it in principle. Yes. He? So, would you like me to uh, like? I'm going to give you an option. We can either actually play liar's dice with some d6s, or we can make this a skill check. Um, if you tell me how it is played, I'm perfectly happy to do that. All right. Let me just get it. Let me get liar's it. Liar's dice is actually really. Fun. It's really fun. Uh, it's also, yeah. I think, it's, it's also a, quite easy. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I figured. It, is it the one with three? Um, it's, it's the one where they play in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's literally the one they play uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So let me just get the. Um, I can't remember that, how but, yeah. many d sixes you need uh, for it. Yeah. So the so the rules is so I'm just getting the rules up here. So I think we're going to play this as a single uh, game, as a single hand. Okay. So you get five d sixes, and oh, um, perfect. Shawshanks does actually have uh, two sets of uh, 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 ha- does actually have um, two sets of five dice. Love D and D characters having dice; it's always so weird. Mm. Yeah, just gonna get really weird as I quickly grab five. Yeah, if d6s you need more d sixes, I've got loads. Myself, if, if I had exactly five d sixes to hey. hand, so that's useful. <laughs> so, uh, using your own dice in your own cup. Uh, each uh, on the, on the round, each player uh, rolls a hand of dice. The way that we're going to do this is this is a single hand, so it's all based on one round. Right now, the first player begins bid- bidding. What you basically do is you announce that you have uh, that you believe there are a certain number of ones or twos or sixes. Actually, ones are usually wild, so ones you can count for anything. So two to six, you say. I bet that there are three sixes uh, in the, uh, the, the. Sorry, actually, no, we'll say that there are three fours in the whole game, in, in, in between all ten of our dice. Okay. Um, and you can, uh, you can either, when it comes to your turn, make a higher bid or challenge the previous bid and call liar. So if you raise the bid, you're either increasing the quantity, so you're saying, I bid that there are five fours amongst all right, the dice. Right, okay. Or you say, well, I bid that there are four sixes okay. amongst the whole lot. So you can raise... So the f- between the, f- the full ten... Yeah, so you've got to raise okay. either the face value, so the number, uh, so, uh, the, the, the face and the die, or the number of dice total. Until one of you calls liar. Until one of you calls liar. You can keep bidding up until you call it. Um, and right. it's, you know, you know half of the dice in the game. Ones are wild, but it is, there is a lot of luck involved. Right, so, so you call liar um, at, at a point after you've both rolled. Yeah, and in the interest right. of fairness, you call liar when you think the other person yeah. is lying. You call liar oh, okay. when you think the other person is lying. And in fairness, in, in fairness for this, we're going to play one round now. Uh, we're we're going to play one round, and I think I think that Shawshanks does this just to warm us up. Let's just do a trial round just to practice. Fair enough. 
So you take uh, he passes you a cup and five d6s. So both of us now roll five d6s. Uh, obviously, this is an audio medium, so I will just rely on us characters on, playing on players dice being games honest. with our dice is, is weird as well. Yeah, anyway, sorry. I quite like it. <laughs> I'm having fun over here with my little meta brain. <laughs> and uh, Shawshank says, Right, I'll go first because I've been asleep longer, so to speak. I bet that there are four twos. Now, you can either say that there are a higher number of twos, three, four, five, six, up to ten, or you can bet that there are the same number, so four, but I uh, say four threes or four fours, until one of us calls liar. All right. And then we show our hands. So I bet that there are four twos. I bet that there are four threes. I bet that there are four fours. Liar. He pulls up his cup. There are there is one four on his side of the table. Okay. I pull up mine. There are no fours. <laughs> Good for me. That was the practice round then. <laughs> so, ready? For the real one? Yep. Here goes. He rolls it, his cup blows on it with, like, which is really weird because there's no, t- he's no lips to do this with. <laughs> Narrows his eyes. Looks to you. You start this time. I bet that there are four threes. I would bet that there are five threes. Liar. He lifts up his cup. There is a three and a one, and one's a wild. So there are two three functionally two threes under his uh, cup. How many under yours? Okay, I lift up mine. Uh, there is a three and a one. So four threes, and he bet was it five threes? He bet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so tense. I was so so tense. <laughs> he offers a offers a skeletal hand. Well, pirate's honor. I take it. Then shake it. Cold and clammy, but it's a firm grip. When you need me, call my name to the winds, and that you're collecting my debt. And from wherever my body is, it'll sail to you to fulfill my bargain. Right, you are. I think I've got an idea what I might call that in for. Well then. I shall be seeing you. Indeed. Indeed you shall. <laughs> Enjoy your night. I'm sure I will. And I stand up, <laughs> put the uh, dice down, and I walk through the door. It's like causing, like, fucking go out to bang your wife and like, deal with a fucking dead pirate king or some shit. Oh, it's <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Are we 
we just doing a Pirates of the Caribbean film now, though? <laughs> <laughs> because you are going to use that to fight the Kraken. Yeah, of course. Oh my god, we are just doing... We're just doing Pirates of the Caribbean, aren't we? That's what's happening. You head through... And we don't have Orlando Bloom, though, thankfully. And you head through and find yourself in a quiet... Um, in a quiet gully, actually. Uh, there is oh. uh, there is colourful greenery around. There is falling water, and you can see sitting by the water, running her hand through it, is the slightly ghostly form of your of your wife. And as you approach and get close, the rest of it sort of fades out a little bit, and you find yourself in a version of this with a much more concrete version of Molly, who looks up. Corazon, hello. <laughs> oh, it's a... You're a sight for sore eyes. Amongst other things. Likewise. And I... Uh, I pull her into a hug. She hugs you tightly, kisses you on the cheek, you know, sort of just grabs you by the face and kisses you in the mouth as well. Yeah. <sighs> so how are things in your end? Oh, well, um... We had a... Uh rough couple of days but everyone's all right and i think we're out of danger for the uh for the most part now mm. one of the reasons why i could um i was so eager to come here and do this you mentioned before i'm assuming you did mention this correct me if you didn't uh that you had that did you find that uh, dwarf didn't you yes they've been right. causing any trouble or no no oh, was good. um they t- seem to be uh, very grateful for having uh, having company, to be honest. Oh. Something I should warn you. The relentless left today. Left I was going to ask, actually. Along with the rest of the... Uh, along with the rest of the flotilla. They boarded... Um, they boarded about half the local garrison onto them huh. as well, as well as some from other forts nearby. I reckon they've probably got a f- few, couple, maybe 3,000 uh, sort of infantry. Any rumour where they're going? Eastward. Sorry, that should be, sorry, my apologies. Westward. <laughs> Don't know where exactly they're landing. But thought I'd best mention that. Yeah, thank you. Things, um, there's been a few, a few sparks in the streets as well. Uh, those, uh, <clears throat> well, I'd say warm bodies, but not the Repeaters doing their job then? Yes, looks like they've been, uh, pushing back comfortably. I think right. things are, it's not enough to, to make massive ground but they but it seems those uh those ferocians are holding their own for the moment that's good to know i mean we're we're a ways away from the uh, the city at the moment but i think we're uh closing in on uh on what we came for good i really hope it won't be uh, uh too long before we get to do this actually in person properly again <laughs> yeah gotta say i've um well, actually, uh, my bed's not. My bed is not cold. Corzin keeps uh, uh, coming, uh, coming, uh, coming in in the middle of the night. But How's he doing? He's all right. Misses you. 
It's been uh, taken uh, for a lot of walks around the harbour, looking at the ships. Bit of t- spending a bit of time in the city. I miss you both. It's yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I I was away for, uh, from the two of you for much longer than this, uh, many times before. But it's just it's different now that we're all together on the same ship. Yeah, it is. So why don't you make it up to me? Oh, I intend to. He cracks his fingers. He <laughs> grabs you by the shirt and pulls you in, and the camera pans over towards the waterfall for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Gratuitous waterfall shots. <laughs> yeah. Until... Uh, with... With with gratuitous waterfall shots uh, passing away. Yeah. One thing I would yes. make her aware of at some point was yes. the deal I just made. <laughs> so there is a brief moment of like you see her crack her knuckles, just like set her jaw and go. But she won, didn't she? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely won. Yeah, that seems fair. I, it's allies at the end of the day, isn't it? She nods now where were we? <laughs> I believe that you were about to make uh, you were about to uh, get your knees a little bit sore. Now carry on, would you? <laughs> At that point, you <laughs> the fireplace. <laughs> the fireplace in the waterfall. The fireplace in the waterfall. <laughs> the fireplace materializes in the, in the waterfall. waterfall. Nobody knows why, and we pan to it. <laughs> and love it. The morning, eventually. I love her. Amongst other things. Yeah. Comes. So, uh. <laughs> the <laughs> the morning does come. The first of falling leaves. Oh. Uh, as you complete your the last... Hello, Scamp's birthday. We've nearly been Something a year in that. character. Yeah. Yeah. The three, the three of you are woken up by Odenone, who's been standing the last watch with, um, uh, with uh, Helvi. Good morning. What? We found some eggs. We're doing breakfast. Oh, oh brilliant! Oh, you win. Who yes. wants coffee? I want coffee. Help. No. Yeah. I, I think I will. You know. <laughs> Settle down to uh, consuming a, a breakfast of eggs. Um, largely eggs, actually. Eggs and rations for the most part. But the eggs are at least a nice break. Oh, fucking hell, do you Excellent. find that when you actually sleep well for the first time in ages, you feel like shit the day afterwards? Oof. I think you, your body's just sort of um, enjoying itself too much. I feel like I'm still asleep. It was <laughs> mm. Don't get me wrong, it won't last. The nightmares will be back, but the first night not being seen by anyone is really quite something. Good. Well, Good. enjoy it. You worked hard for it. How's Molly? I give him like a like an eyebrow. <laughs> the the rainbow spirit doesn't actually have any features. They are like a ribbon of rainbow, but something about how they move seems quite suggestive. <laughs> I look at the rainbow spirit and go, oh that good. <laughs> uh, she's very well, in fact. And um Well we all miss each other and uh, she told me that the the Relentless left uh, just recently. Uh, Not sure where, but uh, that's important information. To the bottom of the sea, we hope. 
Seems well, we can likely. only hope. But um, looks Let's like assume they... that. Yes. <laughs> well, looks like they uh, there aren't at least uh, going to be as many um, uh, Orsirian troops when we get back. That's true. That could be mm -hmm. useful. Yeah. And um, I might actually, and purely uh, by chance here, uh, have secured us an ally. You didn't make friends with fucking Stringer Smith or something, did you? No. Uh, and you I... never know what you're going to run into in there, do you? Yeah. Just... No, and indeed, uh, wasn't expecting this, but um, seems like there was a, a person who was in a betting mood and I won. Hmm, who was it? Anyone we know? What were the yes, stakes? Because <laughs> that's a concerning <laughs> sentence. <laughs> yeah, it kind of uh, is, actually. I, I shift my focus. What happened? The Are stakes okay? were a favour. It was um, Shawshanks. Apparently he hasn't slept in quite some time, but still can dream. And, um, Sounds horrible. Sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... He offered a um, a favour in return for a favour, and, well, um, all I have to do is uh, call in that favour, and he can uh, act as an ally to us, which I thought was a reasonably good deal. Yeah, um, I'm glad you I didn't won. even have to... Yeah, yeah what, I... what was his favour, did he say? If you'd lost, what would you... Or would it just be a miscellaneous favour, because those have never gone well. No, no, if uh, if I'd lost, I would have. Uh, he's uh, offered basically his uh, uh, his ship as an ally to me. If I had lost, I would have had to have offered the ship as an ally to him. <laughs> oh, that would have been very bad. Potentially. Potentially, it depends what it was, but I felt like it was a um, a reasonable thing. It wasn't anything uh, that's seemed immediately like uh, like it was a definite no. Like, he wasn't uh, uh, saying, right, I need you to uh, come and help me like blow up an island of children or something. <laughs> well, we all know Children Island is terribly vulnerable <laughs> to being blown up. Um. Oh, uh, the, uh, Helvi nods solemnly. Yes, because of all of the children. <laughs> I mean... Moving... On before Point I ask the though, questions I want to ask. Point being, though, we have uh, an ally who um, seemingly doesn't hold a grudge. <laughs> well, that's nice. You could have I mean, really, really isn't fucked it? up, but I'm glad that you won. Yep. Uh, that could have been such a mess. Oh, imagine if we'd all got killed in Mr. Shawshank's favour battle. That would have been fun, wouldn't it? Imagine if there had been one more three on those dice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, but the the dice know, Jason. The dice know. <laughs> they know drama. But um, no, it's it's useful, and I mean, essentially, it's another ship, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Well done, you mad bastard. Yeah, well, <sighs> I don't make a habit of betting, but when I do... <laughs> you do it with the ghosts of... Oh, dear. <laughs> this is just a mess. I don't do it with <laughs> my money, is the point I was making. When I told you... you long ago, I only gamble with my life, not my money. 
<laughs> what a mess <laughs> our lives are. Oh, wow. Oh, no, no, I'm no, causing sort of... haste and I don't bet much, but when I do, I do it with a dead pirate in Dreamland. Then I go and fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he kind of blinks at this and says, I prefer to bet with money. Yeah, me yeah. too, darling. Yeah. Much Less more sensible. likelihood of getting killed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, fair point, but, um, well, there's often things that are worth more than gold. Hmm. Obviously, if at any point you want to see your small child that's missing you as well, and I have spells left, just uh, give me a shout. That's no problem. Thank you. I, I think I might. Um, Actually, that goes for either of you. I gesture, order, and I mean, <laughs> Scamp. Obviously, the offer's always open to you with wisdom or victory or whatever. Um, but if if you want to go and go and see anyone when you're asleep, by all means. I don't know. Shrugs. Also, if you're freaked out by that idea, that's probably really normal. So, um, yeah, I'm unmarried. Fair. Helvi nods a little. That's quite. That's quite strange. Yes, it yep. is really, yep. isn't it? It's it, it, just a little bit. Mm. Sort of become <laughs> normal, but it's taken a long time. Yeah, that's a really weird offer. You, you're under no obligation. I just thought it was worth opening it up to everybody rather than just these two, because that seemed polite and weird. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they kind of blink a little. Oh well. Mm. Coffee. Coffee. Never. Yep. Yes, please. <laughs> of course. Uh, you make some coffee. Oh, they're so cute. <clears throat> I love them. You finish off your breakfast. And as ever, the call comes to head south. You feel, way. you feel like you're close, Scamp. Mm. There's there's not so much an intern in, in an urgency to it as a security that comes with the feeling of needing to go south. Do we notice anything in them? Just the like, tendency, just weird? just their tendency when they're not focusing to just turn and look southwards. Hmm. I feel like there's a silence over breakfast and their head turns. Yeah, we just kind of go. Oh, we yeah. should go soon, don't we? Yeah, gotta go south. Alright, let's finish. How breakfast much further do you reckon? Onward. feels closer That's... but I mean if it felt further away that'd be weird so that would imply it was moving that'd be really <laughs> yeah annoying. that'd be really worrying really also really annoying <laughs> <laughs> well for a fact but um, that seems to suggest that wherever it is is stationary it's a place rather than a person or a... it's a door yeah. yeah we've got a key I spent the last uh, a night in Dreamland. Doors tend to move a lot more frequently there than uh, than in the waking world. Yeah, I suppose doors can be a bit more abstract. No, that is, yeah, that a is door true. can be like you know a hole full of noses or something. 
no. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, nose hole happened. the nose hole was one of the worst ones to go through. Oh, so awful. <laughs> that did physically happen oh, though. That's actually wait, no, that, that's a, canon. That did happen. No, 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 there was there was like a hole full of like noses and tongues. And yes, stuff. there was. I yeah. put, I put you through some terrible shit. You did, it was really yeah. awful. <laughs> <laughs> you might have forgotten, but I have it was really horrid. <laughs> Uh. Sorry, one nightmarish horror after another starts to blend into them. Yeah. <laughs> Very literally, in the case of aberrations. Mm. Right. You pack up your uh, you pack up your camp as the the, the dome at the end of your sleep disintegrates, and you ready yourselves to head south. How would you like to proceed? Lying ahead of you, you can see there is still thick forest, but dotting up through in places, there there are more clearings now, places where you can see the ruined, oft-melted-at-the-top remnants of white structures, and again, smaller circular foundations. You're at the edge of a city that feels more like, um, less like Teope, and more like Inyo, somewhere wide. Ooh. It's a little bit like if, it's it's less like you're walking, to use a, an example of London, it's less like you're walking into the city, and more like you're, you've just got to the edge of the M25, and you're huh. approaching <laughs> the, like, the greater London, almost, in feel. Right. Except that, you know, ruined and massively overgrown with forest. <laughs> ah, also London. elemental frustration. <laughs> Just like London. <laughs> but much less dense, yes. <laughs> so, right. yes, how would you like to proceed? I would like to cast Primeval Awareness. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you are Ooh, casting yeah, no, Primeval no, no. Awareness. Uh, okay. How regularly are you casting it? Because here you get a mile of coverage. You right. are, by your own estimate, or at least... Although you're on the outskirts of what you believe to be the city, um, based on the directions you were given, you would not be surprised if you had another day, maybe another 12 or so miles of travelling to go uh, before you reach the point that was marked originally on your map. All so right. you can do this at the edge, or you can wait until you get closer in. In which case, I'd like to know how far in you want to get. I'll I'll do it now. Okay. Um, and depending on uh, if I um, ping up anything, I will do it subsequently. But okay. Um, it'd probably be at uh, intervals. All right. So doing it now at the edge of the city, you touch the ground and pulse. <laughs> As the, much like echolocation, the sense um, bounds back into your into you, and you'd feel several um, distinct flavours. Huh. Uh, you feel the hornpipe whistle of Faye. Mm. Oh, Marjorie is um, here. Well, also, what have we just been doing the last couple of days? Yeah, but I'd hope they'd bugger off. Mm. <laughs> you feel... 
trying to think what else you would actually feel. Actually, no, you wouldn't feel another thing. Oh, sorry, no, you feel the roar of the sea because you're near Celestia. Yeah. Uh, actually, wait. No, you don't. This is a divination no. effect. No. Oh, because it's on me. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll, um... Objects uh, you carry like, are affected. Uh, Corson's head would snap around. So like, oh. What? What? Well, is, is something bad? No, no, I just... I got used to... Uh, he sort of just sort of gestures towards you, and it's like it's like when suddenly it gets quiet, and you didn't realize how loud it was. Oh, you can't hear the eye anymore. No. Potentially Ooh. useful, but very strange. Well, if I can't, that at least hopefully implies no one else can. Hmm. But. Finally, there is the sharp brimstone tang of fiends. Uh. Multiple, right. Alright. So, fey fiends. Right. Uh. One to be on the guard for, I think. Oh yeah, just a bit. Ooh, anyone feeling the tension creep back in that just went for a little bit last mm, night? Yeah, there's my shoulders right up around oh, yeah. my ears, which is risky with these horns because I could like spike my own shoulders. Oh, that don't must do that. be the worst. Oh, it's a pain. I had not considered this as a problem. My shoulders are always up by my ears. That'd be a nightmare. The something that um, you are familiar with, Scamp. Uh, which you have seen. Uh, Celestia, by sheer chance, you just weren't up at the right times, so you haven't seen this, but um, in the interactions you've had with other tieflings since leaving your hometown, where you were the only one of your kind, um, you have discovered that there are solutions to this, and the solution is cork. Uh, you, <laughs> you quite strongly remember the first time you saw Lilith in a dressing gown with a pair of piece of cork on the uh, just two bits of cork on the ends of her horns mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we have established before in the podcast because I remember that I loved it that Scamp maybe sleeps with socks on them mm. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, pillows, then, yeah. 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 yeah just for like horn yeah. covers of some kind yeah <laughs> Well, at least for the moment, I don't think we've any reason to suspect that um, whatever else is here is looking for us. So let's try and not give him a reason, eh? Yeah. I would like stealth checks from everyone, please. Okay. So good at stealth. So good. Well, you have Ooh, got I'm a little bit better. Oh, not stealth, actually. That's exciting. Oh, you're better than me. I just rolled eight. Brilliant. I don't make noise, but an eight. Sorry, 22. I can't do math. 22. Two. Okay, and that's for those two. All right. So, you begin to make your way onwards. As you progress... Now, you are able to see, as you get closer, (coughs) the outer edge begin to appear of the same style of smooth, wide, paved white cloudstone road that you saw in Yan begin to appear as you reach uh, 
whatever arbitrary point that the that the roads went out to. And in fact, it's not that arbitrary a point because it's uh, what you see isn't the roads breaking off. You just hit a point where soil and vegetation has not covered them over. So you begin to see how at one point there was a wide highway reaching in towards the city. Because of the spread of trees, you cannot see clearly through to the edge, and the canopy prevents you seeing the very centre. You avoid walking on this nice open pathway, um, (laughs) and make your way through the trees, keeping towards the ruined shells of of buildings. And because of that, you are able to see first the entities that walk along it. Oh, no. The creatures up ahead are broadly humanoid. There are four larger creatures. Um, And actually, all... No, my apologies. There are five large creatures ahead, one of which is larger than the others. These creatures stand at a comfortable 12 feet in height upright with one that's not comfortable standing... I'm very uncomfortable with that well there there, 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 aren't, there aren't low roofs around them and there are and, and one is a couple of feet higher 14 feet in height the four quotation marks smaller creatures <laughs> have almost humanoid faces, but they are like a blend between human and ape. They are massively muscular, with huge, thick fists. They're a little top-heavy, as if they've not been doing enough of leg day as well. (laughs) And they are coated in a bright red, uh, in bright red fur. Uh, that goes all the way around their bodies. Like uh, scarlet red. Uh, scarlet red. Ooh. Mm. Uh, apart from um, they, apart from a sort of very light, strangely enough, quite light blue uh, weathered skin beneath it. Uh, it's the it's broadly it's not unlike the light blue of a chin but um, there is very little a chin in structure to this creature it has huge sharp fangs uh, in a manner not that you wouldn't really get in a hominid uh, or in any of the great apes Uh, it's more akin to like a biting fish hate it (laughs) yeah Eyes are blank and red, like you get in some in some uh, lineages of tieflings. The taller creature is like and unlike these. It is similarly muscled, top-heavy in its build, but it is covered in sharp spikes around its shoulders like in a crest and down its spine from the top of its head it has a pair of long uh, horns kind of like um, not curled 
goat-like, but uh, uh, but not in the manner that uh, scamps are curled, rather than those mm. ones that go straight backwards with a slight curve. They are a they are they have a duller red hair to them uh, to them. They're less aggressively hairy than the huge creatures, um, and pale uh, flesh which is uh, around their chests and underarms. They are four-armed as well. Mm. Uh, with two stronger arms uh, which terminate in pincers and two smaller, more dexterous arms uh, with uh, which appear to have um, more humanoid fists on the end of them. Mm. Again, their eyes are blank and crimson in a manner not unlike some, uh, some variants of tieflings. All five of them have very distinctive tattoos. Uh, the tattoos are in places on their skin, but in other places, see their fur or hair discolors to mark out the shape of the tattoos. And these tattoos are in gigantic glyphs in the same manner as the key around Scamp's neck. They run along the whole of their bodies in sort of spreading patterns, concentrating in bands around their necks, wrists, and ankles in a manner not unlike manacles. Hmm. Uh, is that just on the small creatures or also all on the large five creatures? Of them. All of the them. large creature and the four small okay, ones. Cool. Oh, well, they're all he- they're all they're all they're massive. All pretty big, but, but yeah, yeah. Bigger. The larger creature has more of a keenness to its eyes compared to the uh, to the, uh, to the uh, ape-like creatures but all of the but none of them seem entirely bestial either they patro- they seem to be on a patrol down the highway uh scouting looking around mm. they are muttering all of them. How close are they? You rolled quite good stealth uh, as a whole, so I will say that you spot these folks about 100 feet off. They're making their way a fairly leisurely patrol amble in your direction of where you're hidden. Uh, if they, if they, you are about 20 feet off the road, so the closest they will get to you if they do not spot you is about 20 feet away. I'd love to do it drop a detect thoughts on the big one okay uh as they out of interest get Hmm. close scamp what is your passive perception these days ten ten in which case (laughs) you won't hear this until they get very close it is not good um but we do i know enough to know that these are definitely what causing was sensing uh you would you you have never seen creatures like this, but you you can probably make that connection. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to not go. Oh, the player knows what these are. Oh, to yeah. Some degree. <laughs> it's yeah. that hard. Yeah. Moment. None of you have, have have ever encountered creatures like this, but yeah, you've been you've been to Regent School. These pretty solidly match up to the general theme of uh, demons. Or devils or fiends, what have you? Yeah. Like it's you, you, you can put that one together. Right. 
Manacles? Are they here of their own free will? Maybe not. Well, have a little listen. Okay, so this comes in once you once they get within thirty feet. Yeah. Um, so you can hear. You have to focus in to hear one creature's specific surface thoughts, so you just get a garble, don't you? You can. You just. Can, um, you can sense the location of minds, or you yeah. can focus in. You don't. I you don't. Like, Big one. Yeah, you don't necessarily need to do deep probe for this. Okay, you focus in the big one. I don't know if it makes a difference if I can understand their language or not. Oh, I need to check. I think... It's not on my I spell card, I'm sorry. It is, I, think I, it's I think Detect okay. Thoughts is language independent. Um, on my card it just says... I mean, it doesn't work if it has an intelligence okay. of three or lower or doesn't speak any these language, creatures so I think are, it's okay. These creatures definitely show up on your mind sense. You can read the surface thoughts... Would it be in a language you can understand, though? Uh, I, is... I don't know if it matters with this spell. I think I might still get okay. it. I think I have previously ruled that you get intention and general sense, if it, uh, even if it, um, even if you don't speak the language, but mm. you, you'd get less yeah. clear thoughts than yeah. if you speak the language. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, you he, uh, as they get close, you start to focus in on this huge creature's thought thoughts. Um, at the same time, Scamp, they get close enough that you can hear their muttering, oh. and you can understand them. They are muttering to themselves in infernal. Ooh. And oh dear, you hear. Um, the, you just get snippets of each one of the big creatures, uh, each one of the ape-like creatures' uh, mutterings. One goes, Always sunset, always sunrise, always sunset, always sunrise. Another mutters, There's never enough purple. Why? Why? Why is there never enough purple? There needs to be more purple. One mutters, Dearest Krustia, I know it has been some time since I last wrote, but I am sure that with time, another murmurs, Pigs! Blood! Pigs! Blood! Um, the large one, you can hear the muttering of them, uh, uh, the, the muttering, and it matches up to what Celestia hears. Which okay. is... Am I real? Is any of this real? <laughs> Why do we always have this conversation? Who are you? Who is listening to my thoughts? Hello? Hello, are you real? The patrol stop. The creature raises its uh, its claw and calls out Infernal. Halt! We and have the a problem. Still muttering, stop. Yeah, and the, we don't. the huge one tilts its head, looking in your general direction. Are you real? It says it and thinks it. What is the problem? No, Hello. we're not real. No problem here. Go about your business. Okay, scamp. <laughs> First of all, 
Make us make a charisma saving throw as a bitterness swells up and tries to force your tongue to tell the truth. And yes, oh, I do no. finally remember I have some of these left. Um, <laughs> charisma saving throw is that? Yeah. Is Tides active just so I can uh, it remember? It is not active. It is not active. I, I have already rolled. Oh, that's got a one in front of it. That's better. I thought that was a four. It is not. So that is a 23. You <laughs> you force down the urge to tell the truth. So make a deception check, please. Oh, no. I'm going to Tides it. Because if yeah, it works, it'll be one. really good. If it doesn't, we're in trouble. It's a natural 20. Nice. Yes. Yeah, We're not real. Yes. Which makes it a 29. <laughs> the creature turns and looks onto the opposite side of the road. And what about you? Are you real? I say inside its head and message. Of course we're not real. That's why you're going to hear us inside your brain. But the, the creature th tells his head, but I hear everyone inside my brain. Yeah. And you hear you hear a voice in its in his brain um say You can't trust them. We're the real ones. But they <laughs> might be real and pretending they're not real. What? But surely if you're real. Can we start leaving? Both of you while are this yeah, yeah. <laughs> while this is happening. Roll stealth. Everyone, roll stealth check as the yeah. as the as the fiend begins to have an existential crisis. <laughs> that's a little bit more. That's. Am uh, I real? <laughs> so it's thirteen. Scamp. Nineteen. What what what, what am I rolling? Stealth. Um, dirty twenty. Okay. I said sixteen. Oh, sixteen. That actually makes a difference. Okay, yeah. As they continue having this, uh, as they continue having this uh, discussion with their hallucination, uh, you quietly creep out of the way. Several of the huge creatures look at you as you pass, but they've not received any orders to follow you. Um, so you slip on as the uh, as the huge horned creature is consumed with solipsism and is uncertain uh, whether anything in the world exists except itself. So. You, as you slip past, after a little while, the you you get about 120 feet away before the creature seems to come to some conclusion about the nature of reality, and immediately starts tearing uh, away at the area where you were, only to find that you've now gone. Mm. The group, the uh, after a moment of uh, confusion, the demonic patrol gather themselves together and continue. Marching onwards. Close one there. Hmm. Yeah. Who trapped them here? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and I mean, if we can find a way to, I don't know, release them, seems like maybe. Oh, uh, I feel weird leaving them. I They're do not too. Happy. I'm also worried they'll fucking eat us if we. Uh... Yeah. Because no, they're massive. Uh, no, they um, are massive. Have you ever heard any stories about creatures like that? Uh, Odinone, friends. Mm. Okay. Well, they, it is said that 
the um, the cloud walkers would take the um, take the servants of their old enemy and um, make them into um, this is a word that is um, both um, servant and weapon. Um, oh. Oh, um, servant and weapon. No, but no, like no. Bodyguards? Yes, I think that is the equivalent, maybe. Or uh, mercenaries. I, um, Tutacha. Um, they are, hmm. we would say, I think they are the Tutacha. Uh, they were enemies that were made to serve the Cloud Walkers. Huh. Okay. okay. Right. Right. So they've been here a long time. Ages, potentially. Ugh. <laughs> uh, what little I've uh, heard about creatures like that suggests they don't age. Mm. Ugh. So they'll be here a long time yet. Yeah. But also, um... Is this time when we free these things? Because I don't I know if they're literal fucking monsters what... if they're free. Yeah, I, I do worry about what would potentially uh, be unleashed on the world if we were to do that. I worry about the implications. Yeah. I mean, all likelihood they'd wander back the way we came and the hunt would get them anyway, but... Yeah. So, I don't know. Leave it for now, but... We just don't know enough about the, um, uh, the full story here, whatever it is. Yeah, just... See if we come upon any other information. Okay. Yeah. You continue making your way on. Can I have another general stealth check from everyone, please? Ooh, another dash 20. Mm. Nine. 13. <laughs> okay, let's see what they, the other two roll. Okay. So, oh you make your way further onwards. The These are not the only fiends you see. You pass a lot, also patrolling along the road about a mile later, uh, what appears to be a crowd of creatures looking like huge humanoid uh, lizards uh, with spines across their backs and wide tooth-filled mouths, again marked with similar tattoos and gigantic glyphs. You pass uh, what looks like, at one point, a small flock of tiny winged creatures that look not unlike that brief glimpse you got of Rakanishu. Again, uh-huh. marked in the same manner. Swirling around a, la- a creature that kind of looks like a cross between a person and a crow. Uh-huh. Uh, fluttering past... Again, similarly marked. 
you do continue making your way on though and the buildings although still spread out begin to get a little bit denser a little bit larger in their structure at least in terms of what remains of them and i'm gonna say about it, it's about six miles in that the forest peters out oh. and as you reach the edge of the tree line you see stretching out ahead of you is the remains of a relatively dense city centre tall remnants of buildings still remain in white stone but in places you can see faded where the rain hasn't and erosion haven't quite caught them are the hints of bright pigments of coloration that might once have been on those walls you can see that there are wide streets carefully arranged city planning from what remains of the roads and the roads are much more exposed here much clearer there are even things approximating almost terraced housing around <laughs> the edges and they all lead towards a tall spire-like structure uh, in the center not again not entirely unlike in design the uh, castle or citadel at Teo, uh, at uh, Teope but this one with an intact domed roof and you see clustered around the edge of this wide circle this disc this sort of um, massive clearing of city around which on all sides is um, more woodland are these tall obelisks covered in glyphs each one melted at the top each one damaged in some way and broken hmm. the whole city save for that central uh, citadel has been melted from above hmm. it is also crawling with demons ow oh fuck you Balls. count maybe 250 to 300 that you can see various fiends of many different types are uh, just all of whom bear these tattoos in regimented patrols just walking around the streets <laughs> out of character moment Oksana has the perfect spell for this. <laughs> <laughs> Oksana's got seeming. We'd be so oh. fine. It's like, yeah, we're, we're demons now. Yeah, oh, so cool. It'd be yeah. such a good solution. Yeah, she could do all five of you. Yeah, easily. Not a problem. <laughs> there, there is a way ahead. Uh, you can see, by the way, yeah, the, the citadel seems to be where, the, where you need to go, scamp. Yeah, uh, there's a surprise. There, there is a route. You, your your options as far as approaches go are the roads, in which case, demons, 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 demons. So um, many demons! <laughs> you could try and make your way through the ruined residential districts. However, directly between, there is what appears to be some sort of large building 
um, that honestly kind of reminds you in its structure, like wide open spaces, tall walls, windows, almost reminds you of like the factory mill buildings that you've seen uh, in built up cities. That oh. it is quite long, quite wide, and it would take you much of the distance towards the plaza outside the citadel. So we could go through mm. that building to get there. Yeah. Uh, but it's so, full of horrible things. Probably, isn't it? I mean, there is there isn't actually there. a roof on it, so uh, if you wanted to, you could give, you could you could try and. Here, if you could get up high enough, you could try and take a look down. There doesn't Marjorie. seem to be a road that isn't filled with demons at the moment. Oh, Marjorie, uh, would be Marjorie really can helpful. indeed. Uh, so, Marjorie flutters up. Um, how would you like Marjorie to take a look at this? Um, to be as quiet and stealthy as possible. Roll a stealth check for Marjorie, please. Oh no. Uh, where's where's my stats? I do have some. There we go. Uh, that you nine eleven. <laughs> Marjorie flutters up, and peering through her eyes, you are able to get a look as uh, she flies up and up. You're able to get a look from above. Would you like to go close to the keep? Uh, not to the keep. Uh, close to the what seems to be like a large uh, through the large uh, structure or or would you like to look from far above um, far above initially okay. you flutter well Marjorie flutters all the way up and you pe peer down through her eyes so perception check I think I rule that it is I think I rule that it is Marjorie's perception that you use because it's her <laughs> eyes yeah does she have anything on? No, she doesn't. Okay. Oh, that's good. That is good. Um, dirty 20. Yes. Okay, you can see a lot. <laughs> um, first of all, you can see that there are no demons within this structure. There are a number of exits. Uh, there are three exits. Uh, what looks to be a main, a couple of main entrances. One towards the uh, the citadel. One toward that seems to lead out onto a main street, and a side entrance that is uh, on the northern end, towards where you are. You would need to. It'd be a bit of a scramble to get there through some cover, but you could get in through that way. You can also see that there are. Uh, this, this building has been pretty thoroughly uh, fucked up by whatever destroyed this place. Uh, there is a lot of broken roof that has collapsed down in places, but there are also signs of massive cracks, uh, explosions uh, in t times distant past, melting and such. You also notice from above that many of the walls on the interior seem to be inscribed with complex patterns of gigantic glyphs surrounding Ooh. central sort of circles. Mm. That's interesting. But there's no sign of anything moving around. No sign of anything moving around in there. You can also see there appear to be um, several, la and often some almost like side rooms that come off from the edges, 
there appear to be a number of um, containers. I would hesitate to call them chests exactly. They seem to be made of metal. Uh, maybe steel, or at least some sort of silvery material. I'm assuming you tell us all of this. Yeah. yeah. I want to look in the boxes. I know it's a terrible I idea, but know, I really want to. I want to look in all the boxes. Is there anything you are looking, however, one of the aerial patrols of demons, uh, the uh -oh. ones with the little fluttering uh, imp creatures, seems to seems to twig Marjorie, and one of them starts flying in her direction to try and get a better look. Um, can I get her to fly somewhere, just break the line of sight, and then poof her away? Yeah. Uh, so you're just going to get her somewhere within line of sight of you, and... And out of line of sight of the creatures, of so they just think it, she's okay. that, they've lost sight of her, rather than she's a magic bird. Sure, actually. Uh... It has seen her, and it is now <laughs> racing after her, so just give me a, uh, athletics or acrobatics, your choice. I think acrobatics we generally do with her for birds. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> There's a one. Okay. Oh, no. As she starts to dive, the imp <laughs> is much quicker uh, and is able to scrabble up to her with uh, frankly impressive speed. It, I'm going to say that it actually started a little higher than her and just dives down after oh. and is able to get there. She quicker. is quite fast, but not fast enough. She is enough. quite fast and not fast enough. Uh, seeing her, the little uh, little tattooed creature um, reaches down to grab hold of her and bring its scorpion-like stinging tail down upon her uh, little corporeal form. Oh, Marjorie. Uh, okay, what's Marjorie's armor class? Uh, oh, stop. Not load. I keep having to reload the blood. Uh, armor class is 12. Does Marjorie have more than four hit points? Um, I don't think so. I can't remember what we rolled for her, but I'm pretty sure it's a d4 that you roll, so. Yeah, no. so, no, the minimum damage this can do is four. Uh, so, with a. Spearing strike, the pincer goes all the way through Marjorie. <laughs> oh, uh, no. But instead of any visible blood or anything appearing, Marjorie just pops like a soap bubble. <laughs> Her skin just seems to expand for a moment and it just breaks apart in a flicker of, in a crackle of light as the, as the pigeon-like exterior crumbles into just pieces of gold, of like golden glimmering and then vanishes. Uh, causing Celestia, you see the a golden spirit sort of <laughs> flutter away before being pulled <laughs> into one of the red and white uh, rubber balls oh. that Scamp carries. Marjorie is still bound. <laughs> that didn't go well. No. no. You were able to get all of the information before Marjorie's form was destroyed, but uh, yes, you will need to uh, take an hour to resummon her. Oh dear. I mean, she'll poor come Marjorie. back. Yeah, poor Marjorie, though. Not Oof. the best day, is it? No. No, it is not. Might be an hour, might be 11 minutes, I forget which. Either way, not I something you can do now. I suppose we're going into the building then, really, aren't we? Yes, yeah. but I would say we need to be super cautious because a building 
that is empty and a place that is not empty, you've got it's to probably walk away full of horrible empty. traps, isn't it? Yeah. I, I can yeah. probably make a um, a small enough area for us all to fit in safe, but that's about as much as I can do, and it's st static stationary then. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think static stationary probably isn't going to help right now, but you know. No, it just depends how how much time we expect to be spending in the place. Well, we're yeah. going to keep moving. We're not stopping. Yeah, yeah right. preferably just going through it. All right. All right, everyone keep their eyes peeled then. Yep. So, to begin with then, uh, are you get you're, you're creeping down. It's a bit of a hurried creep. There's a point where there's like a gap in cover where you just have to race across it. So I would like uh, one last stealth check from everyone to get into the building. Oh, no. <laughs> there it is. That's a one. Oh, that's a 17. 14. Cousin? 17. And no <laughs> noise. <laughs> now here's the question for, for the DM. Three of the party... Uh, two of the party got above 20. But does it count out a nat cancel out a natural one? I'm going to say, then, you burst into a run. As you do so, Celestia, you, your foot catches on a bit it. of rock, mm. and you... No, you just face plant. Yeah, that's what stack it means. Oh, stack it, sorry. I heard <laughs> you say... I thought you said stagger. No, yeah, you, you just stack it. <laughs> um, as you... Uh, as Odenay reaches back and grabs you and pulls you up, you see a number of uh, large creatures that kind of look like stick insects, if stick insects were the colour of blood um, and had tentacles for mouths. Ah. Uh, oh. And start, oh, God. start looping in your direction until, and just uh, uh, as you race uh, desperately towards the door, uh, to this doorway, uh, there is actually a door uh, made of uh, silvery metal uh, with a handle. You pull it. It's. Uh, it looks a bit like steel, but it's still. In, it's not actually rusted. And you pull it open and slam it behind you. You see the demons all teeter to a halt rather than entering. That's even more worrying. <laughs> That's so worrying. You slam I'm the door so, behind you. So so concerned. Yeah, I, was, I hate this. You hear I was a sort of. Asked before, like, is there a reason why they're not going in here? From outside. Yeah, same to you, you twat. Yeah. As they continue to make this sort of <laughs> sound. Hello, excuse me. Can you can you understand us and talk to us at all? Uh, do you say this in Infernal? Yes. Uh, make a persuasion check. <laughs> Fun. Eleven. Oh no. <laughs> um, it's you're unclear if they can't hear you through the door or if they don't care or whether they actually can understand you. They continue chittering, though, and you do hear the sounds of, of, of figures beginning to converge on that side of the building. Oh, dear. Time Up to ahead, go. You have a wide... Uh, you have, frankly, ruin. The building itself is arranged as a wide, open, sort of factory floor type affair. 
You can see up above where there were was a second and third story, but they have but those floors have long since fallen through, giving you an almost clear opening to the sky. At the far end, you can see the double doors of the main entrance. There is another entryway, a large entryway, about halfway through on one side. On that side, the doors have been blasted open and are gone, long since removed. There are a num there are side chambers that you can see as well. Again, open to the air. Two that are along about a third of the way, two thirds of the way along the chamber. Uh, and one which is at the far end and which appears to have an intact ceiling and another of these doors of what um scamp make a nature check actually no you have this stuff on you you can all tell these doors are made of mithril yeah. oh i mean that was a safe guess at this point yeah. isn't it everything yeah. Yeah, Everything these, is. these doors are made of mithril. These are some expensive doors. Yeah, Not they are. Expensive. Too heavy to carry, though. Yeah. They're, actually, they're surprisingly light, but yes, a little heavy to carry. Hard <laughs> we to start lugging doors door around? Mm. We've got a problem. Although, nice shield. True. True. Massive Just... shield, though. Yeah. Um, Helvive looks at it. If I had some tools, uh, I could probably cut that down to size, though. Yeah, but I can't really use a shield. I don't know how. No, I was always bollocks with them in training. My cousin had a shield. I used a shield. Um, they, they were part of the uh, home uh, infantry. Got a very nice set. A very nice setup. You get um. Sort of a whole uh, suit of uh, plate armor and a big shield, and it's got a little hole you can put your blunderbuss through. How did oh. you make that sound so adorable? Well, we, <laughs> we, you paint pictures on the front of the shield. Oh, like your, you know, your clan crest. That's that's adorable. Sorry, we're doing something really serious, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Corzin's just thinking about that uh, thing he had to uh, fight in Kion. <laughs> yes, which was one of those. <laughs> yeah. Helvi raises their double, uh, their their double muskets. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not going to be a lot of use, but seems to bring them some comfort. Hmm. Yeah. He's enthusiastic, nonetheless. But yes, the road, although the path is, although it is a clear, as it were, was a clear uh, walkway, uh, a clear path straight to the far side, the path is just covered in rubble. Just okay. Broken ceiling, broken upper floors, and here and there on the walls, you can now clearly see there are these elaborate glyphs in silvery metals. Hmm. Do they look like active, the glyphs? Roll an arcana check. Um, that's 23. There might be more, actually. Hang on. 23. Okay. No, 21. Sorry, I'm getting my skills mixed up. There are probably about two dozen of these. Uh, some are on the walls. Some are actually were on the ceiling, but have fallen down when the, when, when the roof collapsed. Some are on parts of exposed flooring. Many of them have show signs of being broken or damaged at least at least half a dozen you can see 
seem to be intact. The glyphs uh, are not broken. I want to chuck a small stone at one of the intact ones when we're quite far away. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's see if anything happens. You get 30 feet of uh, throwing. Let's see what happens. Okay. So you have... You toss. The stone lands on one of the pla- on the tr- one of the uh, glyphs. Nothing happens. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, I think we found whatever's keeping those things out. Yeah, but does it just affect them? You know. I doubt it. I doubt it too. Right, can you point out to us all the ones you think might be active? Yes. You do so. I do that. You are broadly aware of the location of at least of of six of these glyphs that you believe are intact. Okay. That one, that one, that one. <laughs> I just do that. Uh, yeah. include, which does include the one that you could see uh, that you just tossed a, uh, tossed a pebble on. Mm. Okay, so we avoid those. Yes. They look scary. They do. Um, what else? Um, is there any sign... Are there any signs of... Anything else dangerous? I don't know. Anything there, scary. There, anything scary. Are there any signs of people who have been here through here before and fucked up? Ooh. Give me an investigation check. It's kind of a visual one. Can I help? No, actually, I'm going to say you can make independent investigation checks, because this is a weird one where you can both look, but... I think I will, then. Ooh. 18. Okay. Uh, Oh, 19. 19? Ah, okay. Okay. Gus doing well. This doesn't sound like us. All three of you can see some bodies. Yay! Um, How old? Uh, well, you can see a very charred half of a skull. Uh, looks humanoid. Could be human, could be a gym. You're not experts in phrenology. Um, could be an elf, for all you know. Uh, you can, That's about, about a third of the way along. Near any of the glyphs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, about 30 feet from one of them. Mm. And uh, you can also see there is uh, there is what appears to be a broken uh, glaive uh, in the Achin style with a rusted over, uh, long rusted over, like it's just all rust uh, end. Uh, about about half of the way through. It looks like it's been cut cleanly in half. Mm. Is that the most recent looking body? Uh, that one's... Uh, sorry, yes, there is a body attached to that. Uh, you can see that there is a skeleton which appears to also have been cut neatly in several places. Uh, hey, hate it. I hate it so much and I have no idea how to avoid it. Uh, well, maybe the uh, uh, the shield from the other room wasn't such a bad idea. I I mean, the shield is behind you. It's what's uh, oh. currently keeping it's a door. out. It's a door, <laughs> yeah. and it's yeah. it's currently keeping out the uh, keeping out the demons. 
there are, however, other mithril objects. Uh, you did see uh, in the in the um, in one of the uh, side chambers. You you caught a glimpse from above. Several what you recognize are probably mithril uh, containers or or, uh, or chests. I mean, I wanted to look in those chests out of curiosity, but they could actually be really helpful. Maybe I don't know. How Did long they... is this building? Uh, I would say this building is quite long. Like this, it was sized for giants, and it is um, uh, it is pretty friggin' massive. Um, so. I'm actually tempted to give. I know what you want to do, and I suppose there's no reason you can't do it. So I will say that this is just about 500. Um, okay, no, actually, no. We'll say that this is about 300 feet in length, but on the far side of it is the plaza you saw. Directly in front of the uh, in front of the citadel, like the open space, like it's one good run to the citadel from there. But just in case you were thinking of teleporting to the far side of that wall, you will be very exposed on the far side. I wasn't actually. Ha 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 ha! Unpredictable. Unpredictable. <laughs> but yes, it's about three hundred feet long. I would like to find. Ten small objects, please, made of mithril. <laughs> if there are any. Um, from here you can only see one large object, the door, uh, made of mithril. Um, the t- you cannot, from your current position, see the side chamber. You know where it is because uh. you got you saw from above. But you would need to get into a position where you could see it in order to start using, uh, start, you know, animating uh, chests. <laughs> Okay, then I will take just ten lumps of stone or objects. You are easily able to find ten places of rock, yes. I would like to animate them and try and figure out a safe path through. Okay, roll Just bring, like, walking them through. Can I give them inspiration? You can. Roll an investigation check. Oh, dear. Oh, 18 again. Okay, Mm. 18. I don't have a good modifier, so that's impressive. You also have inspiration if you. You. Thank you. So, yeah. so this is. So this is. So how much? How far? Far away can you animate these to look? Five hundred feet. How long does this spell last for? Um, just a minute. Okay. If you are thoroughly examining these, then I'm going to say you can get a. Th- a third of the way of the long with one casting if you are like very how thorough are you being basically I'm just looking for a safe route okay so you're just like hitting them on the ground trying to find see if it sets anything off I want to be able to get to that side chamber as well Mm. okay I will say that you can work out a route to you can try and work out a route to that side chamber um I want two more investigation checks from you please I still have inspiration. You do, you for do the next 10 minutes, yes. Okay, that's a 16. Okay. And what is the inspiration dice? D8. D8. I will add it on that one. Which makes it a 17. Okay. Okay, you 
<laughs> hit the various points of the ground. At one point, you see uh, one of the rocks hits the ground and uh, a glyph on a wall nearby lights up with cold blue light and just sprays just a blizzard straight out at it. The rock becomes just a hunk of ice, cracks open and drops to the ground. You test a couple of other places around it and you find a way around that glyph that does not seem to activate it. Okay. Uh, Just before you reach, there is a point where uh, you you test the area near the um, near that uh, near that side chamber, where you also detect that um, we also saw that charred skull and smacking the, the rocks into the ground. There is a point where just a just a whole section just bursts into flames, mm-hmm. just standing flames. If these are both within oh. one hundred and twenty feet, I'll pop a dancing light on each of the bits that we shouldn't step on. You do, you do. Thank you. That's a really good idea. And as you're testing the area near you, you hit a point in the ground. Uh, which does trigger the glyph. Uh, a glyph partially hidden under the rubble uh, lights up with uh, and the thing is, this one immediately sprays a cloud of green noxious gas everywhere before dissipating. So everyone please make a constitution save. Oh, oh no. I'm really good at these. Oh mate, that's bad even for me. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> three. Yeah. Oh. 19. Okay. Um, I might just do this one on my phone. Oh, no. Oh, good lord. 3, 19. Corson? Um. Oh, no. That's, uh, that's a 12. <laughs> okay. So Scamp has done the best. Is it poison, though? Because aren't you... It is poison. So oh, yeah. Anyone... Anyone who's resistant to poison will take half damage from this. You also Uh, get advantage on consoles, don't you? Oh, you can. That's true. I'll roll that again. Oh, that's much better. Okay, so that's actually going to be a 21. Okay. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Okay, so. Corzin and uh, Corzin, Scamp, and Odenone are all take 20 points of poison damage okay. from the spray of poison. Celestia and Helvi both take... Uh, he- well, Helvi actually takes 20 because reduced. Actually, that's a point. Causing you take 10, not 20. Okay. Because resistance. Helvi takes 20 because they failed and is poisoned. Celestia takes 40 points of poison damage Oof. and is poisoned for the next hour. Oh, you no. have disadvantage on attacks and checks. Cool. Um, can I get to Celestia? Uh, yes, yes. The, the, none of you have actually traversed the, ta- I mean, the, yeah, the path yet. This is just because together, it was the it was a trap that was right. quite near you anyway, and which was triggered as a result of Scout's okay, testing. Okay, I am going to cast Lesser Restoration, so she's okay. no longer poisoned. Oh, I love you. Mm. Oh, I maintain was... concentration. Well, it's something other oh, than the hangover cure, isn't it? Oh, that was weird. I just felt really, really sick and like I was going to throw up and had a headache and then I just didn't. Oh, that's weird. Really strange. I'm not complaining. It's amazing. Whatever that was, that was properly nasty. Where's my fucking xylophone? Bang. Healing wish. Both Helvi uh, Helvi just sort of vomits up a little bit. (coughs) That was... That was not nice. 
Nasty. Are you okay? Do you need healing or anything? They look a little woozy. They seem to be under a similar effect to uh, Celestia, but they seem willing to carry on. Because what choice do they have? However, with this trap, with the point at which this ward is triggered now known, you are all easily able to route a, uh, to follow a path uh, around to the corner chamber, which you so do. Uh, the, fi- the corner chamber, again, open to the sky, does have within it uh, this, four mithril chests. They are about the size of kind of like a storage locker, like the one of the ones that you'd like might put under a bed. Um, they do appear to be locked. Anyone want to help me check these for traps? Yes. Yep. So very much. Can I do it with advantage? Yes, you can. All right. Um. Oh, that's decent, actually. Um. Twenty-two. Okay. Um. The. These, uh, these, uh, these uh, containers are not themselves trapped, but you can see that uh, inscribed into the ground around them is some sort of glyph. Oh, which appears to be a troll. I think the boxes are all right, but that isn't. Getting no. to the boxes might be a little trickier. That's okay. Okay. We can't just shift the boxes out of those, can we? By what means? Well, not without going over the glyph, darling. No, I mean, like pushing it with something, or... Like what? Um... Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Uh, we, we've got some rope. If you take one side, I take uh, take another. We can uh, loop there, it around the other. Wait, we're set off by stones. Uh. Doesn't need to be people. All right. And uh, have we are any of them been set off by like proximity rather than pressure? Uh, these the ones that I'm going to say yeah. Uh, you would guess that the fire trap was proximity based. Uh, okay, so we don't even need. Oh, to the ice trap them. definitely was. Yeah. It just needs to be something near them. So that's even. So moving the box will set it off any knowledge in my brain at all about how to neutralise this kind of trap. No. No. It's an eight. I mean, I know traps and magic. Is there a... Yes, you you can definitely make an arcana check. (laughs) This might be more my... thing. Thirteen. Not good. You know that in theory it should be possible to selectively destroy sections of the glyphs to deactivate them. But you, on this particular occasion, you're not sure how. You do know that once this, uh, what, that a glyph like this once set off usually has a recharge period, though. Ooh. Okay, everyone back out. <laughs> uh, okay. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> Let's set it off and see how long it takes to recharge. Okay, From so a safe distance. Okay, so you're going to need you're going to need to be able to see what you're doing with those animated uh, 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 rocks. So everyone else can get behind a wall, but you need you need line of sight. 
So, you, uh, how do you want to trigger it? Um, tentatively. Okay. <laughs> you float. I'll say that yeah. you, uh, you, you do this in your last minute or so, last, last few seconds of, actually, no, it's been more than a minute. You, how do you want to trigger, like, what do you want to use to trigger this? Do you want to just throw uh, a rock? I'm going to initially throw a rock. Okay. Cause... You toss a rock over. Uh, as it strikes the area where the uh, glyph is, it lights up, and immediately um, a series of glowing strands shoot out of the ground and fire in every direction, including at you, at your face, uh, because yeah. you you have to be able to see. So uh, roll a dexterity saving throw, please. seven oh no <laughs> the strands whip around your face and then curl around your body and start and constrict and wrap around you uh restraining you and they start constricting oh god as well oh, no. you take um you take 18 points of damage and the web uh, and the restraints continue to constrict. Uh, I don't know what to I do mean, about that at all. I, I will teleport out if I've got an action. You do, and you are welcome to do so. Uh, as you blink to where do you want to appear to? Uh, next to the others. <laughs> as you blink a few feet away, the uh, restraints sink in on themselves, seem to do a little writhing dance, and then fade. Oh, there was a moment there. I forgot you could do that, and I really panicked because I didn't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> that was a uh, that you was right? a thing. Yeah. Um, are you hurt? Do you need anything? Yeah. How much damage was it? Sorry, I got distracted. eighteen. Eighteen. Ma. wounds. <laughs> Ow. Right. Uh, you regain seven hit points. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Keep an eye on it. Is it resetting? How long is it taking? What's it doing? Um, it doesn't seem to be doing anything now. I mean, we could run over in these few seconds and get some crates. All right. Oh, I mean, yeah. Fuck it. You run over and grab several crates. Uh, It seems the recharge period is uh, slower than this. So yeah, you grab several surprising, actually surprisingly heavy. These are full crates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crates. So you drag, pull drag, 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 drag. four crates out of the built of the room, and sort of lean back against the wall, just like. Ah. Huh. Uh, okay, you now have four locked mithril crates. Well, lockers, and they are locked, and very heavy. What would you like to do? Well, I mean, I know what you like to do. You like to open them. How would you like open to open the chest? <laughs> um, well, if they're not trapped, we established, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Then I will try to open them. Okay. With no. my thieves' tools. Just give me one general thieves' tools check, please. Oh dear. <laughs> can I get Jeffrey to assist me? You actually can because that's hilarious. Because yeah, yeah, you really can <laughs> actually. <laughs> Jeffrey is trained and has his own thieves' tools. Yes, that's Jeffrey funny. is able to provide a second pair of. We uh, assume Jeffrey is trained by hands. you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It might have been friend. It could have been anything. <laughs> Jeffrey does sometimes disappear on his own adventures. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Oh, um, nineteen. Okay. You are 
with a little bit of difficulty, uh, over the course of about five minutes, able to open all four of these uh, locks. The first one is the hardest, and then you realize how you start to figure out how the lock mechanism works. Oh, I um, get it. There we go. Yeah, it works a little differently to a lot of the locks you're used to, but it's kind of similar to uh, some of the higher level, more more involved locks you've encountered. Um, but with a satisfying click, each of the four lockers opens. Oh boy. So, these are one of these lockers. In fact, let's say three of these lockers are filled with metal, blocks, rods, or coils. Because of the amount of time you've spent around now studying uh, wizardry, uh, or at least you know, the, the, the materials of such, you are able to recognize these. There is a sizable quantity of uh, what appears to be molybdenum, antimony, and several bricks of tantalum. Oh. These are. We would all know what these yeah, are. Yeah, you've, point, you've all experienced we? these a lot now. These are mage metals. These are mage metals in a quantity, and uh, as Helvi looks over and comments, taps it with a uh, with a knife. Quite pure as well. Mm. Uh, and a purity that is quite sizable. Helvi takes an exa- examine of them. It's not my department, but um, I would say these whew, taken together these three would be worth um, maybe nine nine thousand? Fuck me, <laughs> that's nearly oh, enough shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is. To the right enchanters. Alright. Yep, that's almost a full ship. That's yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, the Kraken's Bane was what, twelve? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. Uh... Alright, well I think that's um that's certainly worth um uh trying to find a buyer for. Trying to find a way to transport more to the point. Hmm. Well yes. if we can find a circle this is true. You do have a point. The... Just pop back to Kion with it. That's weird. That's so weird. But we could. <laughs> Go see the Grimanis while we're there. The fourth chest has some, int- has some equipment. Oh. Uh, what appears to be a set of boots uh, compressed down uh, quite flat of some sort of thick red leather with a um, quite a with a very sort of uh, reptilian scale to them uh, a pair of uh, trousers uh, made, as far as you can tell, of cotton, as well as a sh- as a long-sleeved shirt. Uh, what appears to be an apron, uh, mm-hmm. again sized up and probably for about the right size, you would say, for Littleman. 
Oh, giant. Right. You've Are they all really big clothes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and the apron and the gloves are both made of this uh, red leathery mater- uh, scaled material. Ooh. And um, you also find uh, what appears to be a wand. Uh, it is a long cylindrical object of um, uh, of mithril, uh, for the most part. But you can tell the, mm. from the uh, that. But it's uh, it appears to the, the yeah. It's a, it's a long mithril tube, at the end of which is what appears to be a an impressively large and perfectly shaped ruby. Oh. Oh. Um, just on material value alone, this might be worth to your eye a couple of grand. Oh, bloody hell! Wow, this uh, is this is properly nearly a ship, isn't it? There yes, is, it is. There is uh, once again the little symbol, the little sort of kind of like an, an O, kind of like an I symbol uh, at uh, on one portion of it, where you can tap either glyph. It's in a position where it would be comfortably positioned if you were holding it in your hand. Okay. I want to press it, but it might only have one charge and it might be really oh, dangerous. No, I, I'm not going I, to, but I no, really want me, to. I, I can identify it at some point. I was going to say, can we work out what this does without having it Yes! Do it? it is by Definitely. far the most portable object. Yeah. <laughs> can I try and work out what the red leathery stuff is? Ah, uh, roll the nature check. Okay. Oh god, sorry, I dropped that. That wasn't Yeah. No! Yeah, you can make your own nature check. Alright. Absolutely not. Nine. Natural 20. It's dragon skin. Yeah. That's dragon skin. Oh, really? Not like the big plates, but like the soft soft leather. Oh, it looks different. Um, Uh, Probably from a different type of dragon, I would guess. A red one. I do wonder... If Fighty would want it. I'm, I mean, I've no sure. doubt he'd like it. I've been wanting to commission him with that thread for ages, but we never have two grand lying around because we need a well, ship. I mean... So, <laughs> I wonder if he'd be willing to do a swap for a load of dragon skin. Frankly, we... Yeah, I think that's uh, that's entirely what... I mean, um, Obviously, if we don't you know, need it for anything else, there's more important things. How much of, uh, of it have you got there? Loads. Uh, the thread or the dragon skin? The dragon skin. It's quite it's long, it's, it's boots, gloves, and it's boots, gloves, and, a, and an apron for a hill giant. So quite a lot. It's it's rolled. It rolls up quite well. This is quite thin uh, dragon skin. That's but, enough to make a spinnaker out of. But yeah, you can you it'll take up half a pack a backpack. Uh, I can have a lovely hat. <laughs> Just an enormous hat, massive. An enormous hat. <laughs> we can make Jeffrey a suit. <laughs> Excellent. So no, I think he quite likes his grass skirt. I just Jeffrey does. He can still bit. have the grass skirt. <laughs> what was that? Can have both. That's true. We'll look fantastic. <laughs> Let's give the monkey more magical items. <laughs> yeah, let's give the monkey more like overpowered shit because it's genius. Like I just <laughs> so once again, I mean, have... he already has a luck plate. What <laughs> you have a wealth 
of wealth, which is very difficult to carry right yeah. now. Yeah. I feel like we move all this to the other end of the building and then we see if we find a circle and we go from there. Yeah. I agree. All right. I mean, I can... I've got my little discs that will float behind, but they don't last and they take ages to cast. And mm. I'd rather know where we're going with them before I do it. Helvi yeah. and Odin are know? happy enough to take one uh, to, to, to like to help you assist these, but because with all of you taking these, um, unless you, uh, with all of you taking these crates with you, you, this may make it difficult to move quickly and nimbly because mm. these are heavy crates. You can you can no, you can pick these up individually and carry them, but it's like carrying a crate full of metal blocks. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, my strength's just gone down as well. Yeah, you as you as you move I'm as like, you oh, as you pick them up, you're really feeling it. It's like oh, wow. Welcome to the club. (laughs) Worth it. Worth it. Ow. Blood (laughs) magic. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, there is still two thirds of the route ahead. How would you like to proceed? I mean, how, how sturdy are these chests? I mean, they are made, made out of, of mithril. mithril sheet metal, so they're of approximate strength to steel, sheet steel. Mm. <laughs> but not like magic resistant or anything exciting like that. Uh, no, the primary, the primary advantage of mithril is that it is of comparable strength to steel, but much, but about half the weight. Mm. So, And also, I... rare as rocking horse shit. If I was to animate them... <laughs> That's sorry, that was an incredible metaphor, I just need a second. Okay, carry on. If I animate the boxes, then we can use them to find our way, and we don't have to carry them. Very true. Good point. Oh yeah, it's worth mentioning that like the actual mithril boxes themselves are probably worth five hundred gold each. (laughs) Trust me, I was thinking about um, if we can get that, we could melt it down and use the mithril for something else. A lovely hat for Jeffrey. Yes, always. It's the only Full thing I think about. Full plate armor. Just imagining this, just like giant sombrero. Yes. <laughs> giant mithril sombrero. Mithril. <laughs> Let's make him full plate armor. I <laughs> might interfere with his ability to climb. Oh. I mean, honestly. He was so not enamoured with the tap shoes that I think if you start putting too much on him, he's going to get really grumpy. <laughs> and that was a bad day, wasn't it? <laughs> Fucking funny, though. <laughs> so, you animate, you animate the... Um, this game the is things. so dumb. I'm going to say yep. uh, you can get another third of the way along uh, with three more investigation checks, please. Uh-oh. One from each of us. Uh, these are all from Scamp, because Scamp oh, is okay. animating the object. Okay. Assuming, you're, assuming you are doing the same thing as before and like basically trudging these across the ground to see if you set off a trap. so good yes. animating things. Look at you go. Inspiration. <laughs> I'm going to stand well The traps back. feel In the bits we know is safe. Okay. Well... <laughs> 
I'm gonna use one of the inspirations, but it won't help on one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... One is a 14, one is a 16. One is a 1. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. There's nothing to be done about that. No, that, that is what it is, and we will deal with the consequences. One of you, you smack the, um, one of the crates directly down onto a, uh, onto a glyph. Nothing happens. Uh, you continue batting it along, and you are reasonably confident that you have a safe path along. Great. Okay, we good? Um, I think so. Excellent. Let's Nothing went off, so give I think it a crack. Way the... Yep. But let us go cautiously. Oh, definitely. Okay. You begin making your way cautiously along. Uh, <laughs> as you pick your way through the rubble, there's a point where... I'm just going to roll this randomly. Oh... Helvi oh, no. slips um, so while holding adorable. one of the uh, while holding, uh, carrying one of the crates uh, and knocks a bit of rubble over, and you see a flash uh, come from beneath, from the floor as a handful of shimmering uh, blades, apparently composed of light, spring up into the air and just uh, just yeah uh, spin at you, kind of. Uh, Xena Warrior Princess uh, Chakram style. Ooh. Oh no! Um, so uh, I'm just these are these are attack rolls. So let's do it. Okay, uh, impressively missing both Helvi and Odinone. <laughs> they oh, ram into the walls harmlessly. Um, Weirdly, I feel worse about either of them getting hit than I do about us getting hit. <laughs> well, that's good for you. Um, uh, because everyone except uh, because uh, Celestia and uh, Corzin, uh both of you get uh, get struck by blades of light. Oh no! Um, it's a little bit like the blades of light that the Ambivalent Octopus was uh, carrying oh. way back when. Uh, and back like, in episode five, as I recall. Back in episode five, and like those blades, it feels a little bit like your blood is getting boiled from the inside. Oh no! Uh, as it, in very specific ways, uh, as it strikes you. So, Gorzin, you take forty-nine points of da- radiant damage. Oh boy! Celestia, you take fifty-one points of radiant damage. Oh, I'm super down. As a sl- I'm not dead, but like it's bad. Yeah, as a slice just leaves a sizzling hole uh, in Celestia's side, and with just like eyes rolling back, she slumps to the ground. Magic stick, magic stick. <laughs> you rush over and uh, 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 and uh, whack Celestia with your magic stick. Ow! What? Oh. Uh. Roll, uh, roll, restored hit points. Have eight hit points back. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm conscious, you know. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Oh, why am I always unconscious? I'm sick of this bullshit. Ugh. Ow. Never hurts any less. Bastard. Where's my fucking xylophone? <laughs> Do healing word on myself. Okay. A high level one, because ow, everything's wrong. You're Getting you get there's a little bit further until you reach the Don't end make of the path. Your dump stack hits. Uh. <laughs> it gets really bad when everyone starts getting high a little. <laughs> Just don't do it. You hit you. Oh, are... I've got bone marrow shit. I'm gonna do that instead yeah. of healing word. That's what I'm okay. doing. I think Corzin will as well, actually. Okay, forty-four plus four hit points. 
and there is a little bit of path still ahead before you reach the end of the point where the uh, animated chests explored. Uh, okay. Shall I do it again? Yeah. Okay, you're re-examining your path. I would like three... Uh, you can actually get all the way to the end. Uh, at this point, you can actually look at you look and see the second the second side chamber uh, is actually unfortunately that one is empty. Uh, but you can you can you do have enough uh, movement to get all the way to the end with these animated objects. So three more investigation checks, please. Um, I'm assuming I have to cast again, or you do. is that yeah? You lovely. Do. I am burning sorcery points to keep the spell slots. Just so uh, awesome. yeah, as you do so. Um, feeling the energy course through uh, you um, a little bit courses out roll 1d100 I'm also going to do a healing word on myself once it's happening just so that I've said it that is a 32 32 32 that feels dangerous you watch as uh, Scamp is casting uh, as Scamp is casting the spell there is a sort of sudden, it's as if there's like static in all of your ears, just like a sound. And Scamp is enveloped suddenly in black and white and goes. Scamp, you blink and you are in the place you were, but the sky above is dead black. The shadows twist and curl around you. Everything is covered in darkness, in cloying, thick ink. You've been here before. Ow, bugger. I'm just going to start firing off messages in every direction. Scamp, 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 just like everywhere. Scamp, where'd you go? About six seconds later, you, as the wobbling seems to stabilise, you see the flash of black and white again, and Scamp reappears within the space they were in. What happened? Are you okay? Where did you go? Fuck what? Help. Um, uh, I just went to that weird place again. You know, the one where Corzin went with the dog. Oh, that's not good. It happens sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> don't just say it happens sometimes. Like that's fine. Oh. Now make uh. your investigation checks. <laughs> As somewhat rattled, you continue smacking the ground. There wasn't anything there with you, was there? Stay here. Have another inspiration because I just think we really need these these fucking investigations to succeed. Was there anything there? Roll a retroactive perception check. Scammers. It's immediately what Corson would ask, because there very much was last time he was. Nine. Not that you saw. Oh, I didn't God. see anything. It was only there, like, seconds. It's not... Alright. It's fa- fine. I'm sure there won't be any larger consequences. I mean, the fact that that can just randomly happen is not comforting. Yeah, but I also make unicorns. And, you That's know, much nicer. That's infinitely yeah. more comforting, because the unicorns are, broadly speaking, on our side, seemingly. 
Yeah, but the big old balls of fire, I didn't mean to yeah, do Yeah, you did explode ones. once, didn't you? Well, maybe more than once. I don't know. I lose track at this point. Three times at least. Why couldn't it be petals? That would have been lovely. I like the petals. I like the petals. They're cute. I'll roll your investigation checks. I assume that while you're having this conversation, you're batting the ground. <laughs> I'd have gone for the feather beard at this point. I loved the feather beard. Is a nine, a twelve, and a dirty twenty. Okay. So you, as you start batting along, uh, it's the one that's nearest, unfortunately, that first strikes. As the batting does hit the, uh, it does come within range of a glyph on the wall, which immediately just scatters a spray of clear liquid across everyone. Uh, everyone, oh. for this, I think it needs to be a deck save, please. We would have been stood, like, a good distance back like, in the bits we knew were safe. Uh, yeah, this this one is a widespread. Okay. okay. Seventeen? <laughs> Seventeen. Thirteen. Okay, and they rolled that. Okay. Flippin' heck. Um, so, (laughs) Scamp, you take 30 points of acid damage. Ow. Um, Causing Celestia, Helvi, and Odinone take 15 as uh, corrosive acid starts burning you and is still on your skin. Ah. Press agitation on everyone repeatedly. Uh, You can do... I can do up to five at a time. time. You can only do one person at per round, though. So each person individually tell me what you want to do. Celestia, I'll say that just succeeds, because you're using a spell to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, sorry, how many damage? 16? uh, 15. 15 15 for us, yeah. Because at the same time, uh, Helvi is uh, just going to start trying to pat, brush the the, 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 uh, acid off their exposed skin. Uh, Danone is going to pour some water on themselves. I feel like horribly when you're covered in acid, your first knee-jerk instinct would be get it off me. So I think she probably yeah, you, does herself first. Yeah. Mist of acid as much comes as that's off like you, not fun. The I feel like that's probably what happens. That's fine. Causing uh, and Scamp, what do you do? Um, Causing is going to tr- well if, if it's on him, he's going to uh, start like unbuckling stuff and dropping it to try and um, get as much of it away from his skin as possible. Cool. Give me give me an acrobatics check. Okay. Acrobatics check to leap out of my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's a... Oh, um, it's a 23. Okay, you oh, managed to proud. avoid what? taking further damage. <laughs> <laughs> no one said that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did, and it was amazing. Uh, and Skemp. Uh, can I try and frostbite myself to freeze Ooh, it? Oh, you want to try and freeze it? Uh, uh, roll an Arcana check to do this without injuring yourself. <laughs> Natural 20. You, several just like beads of acid ice form and then drop off your skin. Uh, there is a, a few moments of having to quickly bat out uh, or use water to douse clothing. But, and I yeah, help you, you anyone who... Uh, one of the mithril, one of the mithril um, boxes... I mean, yeah, it's kind of actual acid, so it just looks really clean. 
<laughs> yeah. Rather than burning through it. So. Someone's taking the brass out of this. No. I yeah. hate it here. But hey, you now know where the acid trap is. Ow! I found some acid. Causing slowly straps things back you on. Bat the rest of the way along, seeming to find a tr- uh, seeming to find a clear path. Another healing word. <laughs> Just gonna do another one. Yeah, great, lovely. Uh, okay. Sorry about that. It's you... not your fault. Fuck up so, acid in the walls. You are you are you going to continue along the rest of the cleared path? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. As you step forwards, um, there is you go around a point where a large piece of rubble had sort of blocked it from view, and view is sort of the thing because this thing wouldn't work on inanimate objects. As you turn around the corner, you see a glyph light up with purplish light, and you feel cold ice clutch around your heart. Everyone roll a wisdom save. Oh, no. I'm going to tide it. <laughs> Would this be a familiar feeling after Terry Thunder? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's 21. Wisdom, was that? Uh, yep. 19... Okay, each of you managed to hold off against the terror effect with the exception of Odenone, who rolled a natural one. Oh, no. It's just did screams. I tell you what I rolled? I feel like I didn't actually say what I rolled. Oh, sorry, what did you roll? Uh, 17. Oh, no, you did. You, yeah, I, oh. you did say 17, and that is a success. Did I? Yeah. I have no memory. Jesus, I must be tired. I think you did. <sighs> madness, madness. <laughs> that, was, that was the other uh, glyph. This one is, uh, this one is terror. Um, Odinone turns and just starts running. What's he want? Just pell-mell back the way uh, that he oh, came. Does anyone want to try oh, anything? Uh, yeah, I will try and stop him. Okay, just are you just going to try and tackle him? Yeah, basically. Uh, I will cast command. Okay, so you do that, you do uh, that. I was going to cast charm person. I'd, I'd open my mouth to say that, so I don't know who gets there. I guess... Uh, everyone roll initiative. Yeah. The three of you roll initiative and see who acts first. Uh, 16. <laughs> um, that's 22. Okay, you cast Charm Person. You you, you, you charm them. That Darling, doesn't... it's fine. Just close your eyes. It's the gif. It's nothing terrible happening. Did you say it's the gif? It's yeah. The, it's the glyph. Is what I, was, I just missed <laughs> it's just an like, L. It's just like, it's just, just Oprah. <laughs> it's Oprah. It's the Oprah bees. bees. Yeah. <laughs> that's all bees. I'm seeing now. <laughs> <laughs> Our favourite gift in this group. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. You hit. Uh, you hit uh, roll, roll a persuasion check. Okay. Because this is uh, supernatural 17. terror. I'll say, Odinone halts just long enough for Cause into then <laughs> just tackle them to the ground without resistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, they squirm. They uh, they struggle for about a solid minute. It's before, all right. It's all right. Before the panic seems to. <sighs> What's Listen to me. that? Uh, that was something uh, fucking with your head. It's it's a fear effect. Uh, Terithate does the same thing. Oh, that was not good. 
No, no, it wasn't. No. I'm sorry. Can I, like, let go of the charm person? Is that a thing that I can also, consciously you, you, do? Yeah, you can consciously do that also. Because I really don't want to still have him charmed because I mean, that's like, awful. Here's the thing. Terathase... Sorry, Terathase is not present. Uh, I just said the <laughs> name. Odinone considers you a trusted friend under the effect. So there's actually very little observable difference. Yeah. It just feels weird, though, yeah. you know? <laughs> but like, you, you, drop, yeah. but you, you find a way to let go of the spell. Um, I'll say, and they, they, he, get, he gets up and it seems that the peering around again, the trap does not immediately re-trigger that. But hey, well done, you managed to stop Odinone before he ran into some of the earlier traps. Yeah. Alright. Still kind of clutches their chest. No heart attacks today! Oh, look no. at us go. You step around and because of your testing, you managed to find a path that does not take you in front of another glyph like that. And thus, <laughs> yeah. safely managed to reach the far end. There are the double doors that lead onto the courtyard, but there is also a small side room with a uh, with a uh, mithril door that is closed to, um, but does not appear to be locked. This is, is there the a trap? <laughs> uh, roll an investigation check. Can I help? Someone? Yes. Uh, do you want me to do it with help? Roll it with advantage, I'll say. Because um, if you're can just Celestia roll, can I do it? Yeah, you can do it. Um, that's a nineteen. Examining it, you do not find any traps. I can't see anything bad. Okay. Okay, you carefully open the door, and within you find a room. It's uh, the top is slightly broken in one corner. You can see a little, there's a little bit of light coming in, but uh, not this, a dark is, <laughs> this is not a dark room. Uh, it is, however, a secure room. Uh, there Short is breath. the broken rem <laughs> there, there are the broken, uh, decayed remnants of a large desk and chair in here, and very little elf. Uh, a little, very, very little, little elf. elf. Very <laughs> little elf, and very little else. Uh, and yes, this would be a perfect secure location if you wish to take a short rest. Yes. yes Anyone please. fancy a break? A little bit of a sit down would be lovely. I really I, um, need one. Please. Everything's awful. I got jabbed here, and I got acided here. And yeah, everything's yeah. wrong. Yep. Begin to tend to your injuries, and as you take a short rest, so too shall we. See you off all after these, no doubt important messages. Hello, yes. I am retired Zulian prince, fled from country after revolution. Please be helping me hide 2.5 million Zulian crowns by liking, rating, sharing, subscribing to Flintlocks and Fireballs, checking out their Patreon, and sending full bank account details to 12 Old Street, Warwick Watch, Meadmere. Big return on investment. Very yes. You complete your short rest. Yay! <laughs> Having taken an hour or so to bandage your injuries, apply less uh, intense healing uh, potions and such, singing any songs of rest you sing along the way, you... This song is called Fuck Glyphs. <laughs> 
That's a I'm beautiful a, song. A punk rock vibe from that yeah. title. I mean, I'll write it down. I make no promises. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do pull song titles out of my bum hole with zero yeah. attachment to them. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry. So, okay, you you said you were going to leave the. Um, the heavy crate, uh, the, the heavy lockers here, basically. Like by the door, if yeah. possible, like near yeah. to where we would go back to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, so you you drag them out to the to the door. Okay. You are at. But the leaving doors. them where like, people, leave them inside. Like the, yeah, where the hmm. demons or devils, I forget which way they go. Oh, they were speaking infernal. Infernal, yeah. but honestly, like that distinction may not exist in this setting. So. Okay. <laughs> Demons. Demons. Yeah. So where they won't just walk in and nab it, though. Probably in the small side room then that you've just been taking a short rest in. Yeah. Yes. So you leave that in there and head it's out. The only part of uh, this building that seems to have roof. Which is actually the only part that still has roof. It's actually oh, not even yeah. roof. It's the it's the it's the floor from above. <laughs> the first <laughs> floor that's still intact above it, barely. However. That's good. Completing your rest, you ready yourselves by the door, double doors out. The doors are closed, uh, not locked, um, but and again a pair of of wide mithril doors. You know from your overlock that beyond there is a straight, hundred and twenty foot long uh, courtyard uh, or plaza, at the end of which is the citadel. Itself. The main gate. The main gate uh, you saw. For, uh, the main gate uh, appeared from a distance to be large and bronze. I will describe in more detail as and when you get there. Are there any preparations you make want to make before, uh, or are you just going to pull the doors open and do uh, uh, and pull a runner? Uh, maybe have a little listen just to check. There's nothing yeah, like, <laughs> directly on the other side. Are out there. Make Close a perception in. check, anyone who wants to. Okay. Yes, right. please. Oh, can I resummon Marjorie? Perception. Yeah, you've had an hour. You spend the incense needed, and um, I'm bringing out the ball of choice. Which form would you like Marjorie to take? 14. Oh, I mean, the pigeon's the most useful because of the flight, mm. but I just want to make the... What do we call them? A mural. The mural. I, want oh. I, I shouldn't though. I will make a bird because the bird is more useful. Okay. Yeah. I um, want a mural. Watch as twenty-two on perception for me. Okay. Watch as plane, uh, seventeen planes of light come together and form into a glowing outline of the pigeon. Uh, Celestian cause, and you see this golden spirit flitter out of the ball and into it as the golden light hardens into Marjorie. Oh, welcome back, Marjorie. It's good to have you back. So, listening at the door, you can hear there are footsteps, um, but they are not close by. You can just make out uh, the sounds of troops of feet marching around, seemingly as on the, the patrols of before. But you can also hear oddities. What sounds like sort of like a cracking or crumbling. What is that? You can hear a sort of low so kind of like the sound of a furnace 
you hear the splash you hear a sort of splat wet splashing sound and and you can and it and you can just hear the sort of whistle of the winds oh this is creepy I could do a distraction I can do those really big illusions that might not be a bad well, idea send something out for them to follow if they're waiting for us they might that might just be noises of something else and we can sneak out uh, but maybe have that ready if there's anything there hmm yeah well I just figure once we're out it's seen us yeah, but if it hasn't, if it's not there, if it's not waiting for us, is there then peep round the door. Yeah, or is there a if keyhole you, you can, or a gap? Can, um, I mean, this is a front door of the building. There would be a keyhole. It's not currently locked, but yes, there is a keyhole. Uh, so, Cousin, could you fit through um, there? <laughs> the keyhole is the keyhole Stop is like, <laughs> but the keyhole is um, very thin and very narrow. Uh, it's actually, it's. It's more akin to a modern sort of like uh, Yale lock almost, rather than the traditional. I think he could get through. Um, You can, however, see because the door. You can tell that the door. The door is, however, not quite closed to. You can tell the lock is not quite engaged. So you could, with care, open it. Open the door just a crack and peek through. I will do that. Can we lean over each other and peer through in height order? Peer through in height order. (laughs) Heading it in, elevator just sort of like peering from the sides at curiosity. You get a sliver of a view of the courtyard beyond. Let's see what you can see. Okay. Okay. There is. You catch a glimpse of something that looks kind of like a spider if you made a spider out of crystal. Not like smooth, clear, you know, Schwarzkopf-style uh, collectible <laughs> crystal, uh, but I mean like just a mixture of jade and amethyst. Ooh. And just kind of like salt rock. I've got to say, I'm thinking of a specific stowaway while you're saying this. Hello, D&D geologist. Hello, Gia. I'm sure that oh, you're yeah. loving this rock creature. Occasionally, he tweets us about <laughs> rocks, and it's my favourite thing. <laughs> but anyway. You can also see um, a, something flutter, fly th- above for a moment, um, and it, you almost can't see it, but it picks up but there's a trail of leaves that follow it that circle around it and for a moment you swear shimmering in the air like a like a is something that it's as if you took a cyclone and bent it into the shape of an eagle oh no oh did you say there were a side door in this building uh it's on the f- yes is there's it like a side door it's about halfway along the thing you'd have to go back through the traps yeah You can see through the crack the citadel beyond, though. Distraction is not feeling like a terrible idea. Anybody yeah. else yes, any feelings a bit on this? crowded out there, yeah. Yeah, even if it's just some of them, it would take away. That'd be something, wouldn't it? Yeah, it I would, would say it so. Oh, you can also see a troop of demons, but they are away from the courtyard. In fact, the courtyard is surprisingly empty of demons. What do we think? Something okay. big? Apart from whatever these things are. I mean, right. 
just having a think before we start doing something. Are we actually going to be able to get back for all this stuff? Is it worth taking a couple of minutes to cast the thing that lets me put them on a little floaty disc behind us? That's not a bad idea. I think, yeah, that's probably sensible. We. What's the weight limit on that? Uh, Five hundred pounds. You'll need if you're willing to spend forty minutes. Yeah, to do I have to do four of them. Oh yeah, these are heavy. But if you are, then you'll have about 20 minutes of um, of having these. Probably don't need 20 minutes to get across the courtyard, do we? Nah, but it's a log old sit-down. Yeah, no, no, worth it. I'll use the time to uh, study their movements, to see if there's a pattern. Yeah, maybe we'll stay watching. Um. Okay. Do you want to do you want to stay creeping there by the wall, by by the door, where you can like peer through this little crack, or do you want to? There are places you could get a look if you climbed further up the wall towards one of the places where there are actually if we've got are, time I might as well yeah there are there are actually um, uh, windows on the first floor so yeah I have a climbers kit so I okay. can help both of us get up great All athletics right. check with advantage both of you then yay athletics <laughs> some of my strength oh it's good that had advantage <laughs> Jesus 22 um, that's Dirty 20, which is pure yeah, luck. It's a little bit of effort, but you managed to scramble up, uh, you managed to climb up towards the f- first floor. It's just like a bit out of breath. <sighs> Strength is apparently really important. Who knew? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's for certain things. Hmm. I wonder. <sighs> Peering beyond, you are able to get a view of the plaza and of the citadel. The plaza is a wide open, broadly circular, um, open, well, plaza, it's a, it's a piazza, a square. Uh, there is the, you can tell that there are white, I mean, there are white stone tiles, but you can see here and there just the faint hints of where there was probably once some sort of paint or colouring to them. Right. Um, but which have largely eroded away. Uh, despite the bastone underneath not doing so. The citadel as well is tall white stone, actually flawless, not melted from above. And you can see um, they have quite, they have narrow arrow slit like uh, windows around them, none near the ground floor, but you can see the front doors and they resemble strongly the gates of Inyan. Um, a pair of huge, um, a pair, a, a pair of, of double doors in bronze. They depict proud giants standing protectively above smaller humanoid figures. One of the doors has been thrown about a hundred feet away. Oh. And his, uh, and there's actually vegetation has grown over it, blending with the light blue-green verdigris of the decayed bronze. The other is still on its hinge, but dented massively, showing signs of having been torn open by some force in the past. Somebody was very angry. Ahead of the of the gate uh, of this gate, you can see there are two further of these tall obelisks covered in glyphs. Those, however, are both melted at the top. The um, you can see that there is a courtyard be- be- behind that, those gates that looks quite pl- pleasantly lit, but you have to get closer to see more. Ahead, however, in the piazza, 
uh, you can see there are four creatures. A great spider, uh, it's also it seems, composed of different chunk, giant chunks of crystal forming its limbs. What looks like a huge eagle composed of swirling cyclones bent into shape that soars above doing a lazy circuit of the uh, plaza and of the citadel. A giant serpent of flame. Just just swirling, like, just, it kind of looks like a viper, but it's made of fire. Like the thing in the Underdark we fought? No, like the, like the time when you, um, when you, when Celestia scried on the last time that jade urn you have was used. Oh. It's, it's not like a creature that has, like, is made of, like, is, like, kind of volcanic with flames coming out of it. This is literally just, if you took fire away from its source and bent it into the shape of a snake... Right. And there is uh, what seems to be almost like a moving a moving pond that's been taken out, like a like a like a, a blob of water with it which loosely towards the front seems to be in the shape of a shark. Is it not the ones with the kraken? Like the ones with the kraken. These are to your eyes four elementals. And to your eyes seeing them now you can see superimposed over each of them is a spiritual, uh, is, is a spirit-like echo of the animals they represent. Mm. All right. Right. Illusion it is. Yeah. I thought... I don't suppose that sealing right that we were taught for the, um, the hatch now would work. What would uh, we seal here. them into? Well... I was more thinking about if we were um, uh, in a building or uh, some contained space like the uh, the room we were in back there. You can't just seal them randomly, though, can you? That like we used a seal. We didn't just seal them into a random the, space. The there was right, something there. The right allows you to unbind or rebind an existing seal. Yeah. Oh, it's I see. Okay, a, a more... seal already has to exist. Yeah, yeah okay. we didn't make a seal. We closed one. Yeah, it's right. more like having a control interface for an existing thing. It's like the difference right. between I don't know, closing a box and trying to. Make just squash something into a space that isn't there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You, what you have is a key, but it won't work without a lock. Yeah. Right. And you can okay. both lock and unlock that, that lock. But Right, yeah. Mm. Yeah. What a good idea for an illusion, though. So. Alright, what? Giant. Yeah, that'd do it. <laughs> okay. Can you make it sound like, oh, I don't know, uh, what's that screaming fungus? Uh, I've got something else first, but we'll, we'll give it a go. If that doesn't work. Just thought it'd be attention grabbing, that's all. Mm, would. Alright. So, you gather back down at the door. <laughs> once you, Now that you have four floating discs, each carrying a heavy, uh, a heavy uh, Do you know how boring it is to spend 40 minutes <laughs> casting the same it spell four times? Fuck, doll, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you, though, if that helps. It's I will let you name really the helpful. ship we buy with it, alright? Uh, oh, you're gonna that. regret that. You will regret <laughs> that! You're gonna regret everything. It's gonna I be called call Derek it. or something. Cause in Smelly Bum. <laughs> <laughs> Cause in does the worst farts. <laughs> 
bubbles and smelly bum hole. <laughs> Ranger, bless all who sail in her. Cool some face palms. <laughs> May she keep many warm and safe. <laughs> you win some, you lose some, I suppose. <laughs> bum holes or ships? Anyway. <laughs> well, if, it, if the wager at the start of this episode was any indication, yes. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. All right. So I have a specific giant in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one from the vision, what was blue and looked like... Um, I, I yeah. literally cannot remember this giant's gender, so I can't remember Who's king, queen, or... Uh, what was that? Uh, he was a he, was that giant. Yeah, cool. I was going to say, I can't remember king, queen, or non-binary regal person that I don't have mm. a word for, but... Monarch. Yeah, Regents. <laughs> yeah, monarch would have so done. Why yeah. couldn't I remember the word monarch? <laughs> Fucking hell. That would have covered all three. <laughs> okay. What do you want him to do? Um, I'd like him to um, step out into the courtyard eerily wave a hand up and just go leave me in what language <laughs> i don't know um <laughs> common i guess because i haven't thought of well I, I have thought about this i just i don't do i know any languages that would be helpful here i don't do i I've what languages do you know you know dwarven, elven, dwarven elven. undercommon um dark Gen- elvish no not oh, to your knowledge we could ask um for it in a chain. Yeah. No, no, no. What, how do you say leave me it's... in a chain? Etita. Etita. Okay. It comes out in big giant voice. Okay, obviously. so you focus. Where do you want the <laughs> giant to come out of? Or do you want them to just appear? Um, you know, they were probably able to teleport. So I'd like it to look like he's teleported. Okay. <laughs> With a flash of light. This As ever, I paint it in my hand and chuck it. This gigantic, nice. appropriately enough, blue, mm. uh, gi- blue skin, giant, white hair, white beard, garbed like a warrior, um, in ancient armor, appears, um, raises one hand regally, and calls out, Tacha! The immediately every. Uh, Every demon in the city sinks to one knee. Uh, Ooh. Oh, no, no, how do you say let us pass in a train? Uh, I repeat that. Okay. They, they all seem a little confused. I open the door and walk out behind the giant. Because of the way you position the giant, they, you are hidden by the giant's leg. I would like to have the giant walk forwards and have us all walk behind it like we are the giant's procession. Yep. (laughs) There seems to be... I'm just going to ask you... What is the appropriate bullshit check here? Performance. Performance. I'm doing acting. This is performance, performance. yeah. Performance is the appropriate bull check here. The bullshit check here. (laughs) If you want any infernal for the the demon types, I can give you translation. That might be helpful. I say out the corner of my mouth. Um, That is um, a 28. Okay. Lord. Yep. You just fucking barred this shit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You just confidently proceed behind. 
and it lasts almost to the moment where you get to the door, at which point... It suddenly... lasts ten minutes, and no, I no, will no. recast. No, 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 no. The, the, the con lasts oh. <laughs> almost to the moment where you get to the door before you hear in the distance someone say... Which, uh, scam, you hear it. What does that mean? Wait, what the fuck? It means means what the fuck. Okay. Um, And um, by that point, you're in the door. Shut the door, shut the door, shut the door. Shut it, make it shut. Yep. It's actually impossible to shut the door, but you are able to duck behind the door. And. I guess I'll keep the massive illusory giant until the spell runs out, because, like, why not? And before that happens, I need to talk about what the inside of this courtyard looks like. Because. As you slip in inside, uh, you can see there is a wide open courtyard um, beneath this uh, domed uh, roof. It is surprisingly enough pleasantly lit. From an oculus, that works. like a big hole above. Uh, there is, uh, and the apparent hole in that defensive dome directly above them uh, allows a calm blue sky with wispy clouds to shine sunlight directly down upon the courtyard. Hmm. Scattered about this courtyard. There is wreckage, broken stone columns, piles of rubble that have been blasted from the galleries that surround this courtyard, leading towards the uh, towards at the far end a pair of intact bronze doors, closed, shining as cleanly as the day they were first forged and polished, with not a trace of third degree upon them. And quite importantly, situated in the very centre of this. 120 foot long uh, courtyard, circular courtyard of which you are at the far end is another of the wide obelisks covered in silvery glyphs. Oh. Unlike the others, this one is entirely intact and with a low but increasingly high-pitched hum the glyphs begin to light up around oh, it. Shit. Everyone roll initiative. Oh god. Oh no. I literally cannot believe that stunt with the giant works. Yeah. Hilarious that it works. (laughs) Okay, so Celestia, did you get 14? Yeah. Yeah, good to make sure that went right. Okay, so uh, the first thing that happens on initiative count 20, uh, the pillar starts to uh, flare up. Uh, a series of the glyphs around it starts to light up and focus uh, around, again, these these glyphs resemble the trap wards that you've passed, uh, focusing around uh, one of uh, four large circles that focus around the edges of it. Uh, actually, sorry, eight large circles. No, nine. There is a larger. Uh, there are t- there are eight small circles dotted around the exterior of the gl- uh, of this pillar. Uh, about halfway up, there is a larger central circle as well. One of the small circles uh, is going to bla- It is going to. Uh, well, frankly, is going to start. Uh, is going to burst into action. So, for that one, what about this? Uh, for that one, I need everyone to make uh, to uh, to roll dexterity as a whip of flame bursts oh, out and just starts and just lashes through everyone at the entryway. Four. 
It's a, uh, is it, oh, dex save. Save or a check? Save. 18. Four, uh, 18. Uh, 26. 26. Okay, this one's gonna be tricksy. Uh, all right, so you are going to take some damage now. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Scamp, you take half, you fail, but also take half of the damage because it's fire-based. Uh, so you actually t oh okay this this was this was not too nope I spoke too soon uh, okay so scamp you take twenty points of damage of fire damage uh, everyone else everyone in fact takes twenty points of fire damage as oh, wow. you leap out of the way but are still still feel your skin crisped uh, by the blazing flames uh, that start coming oh. by. Hang on, I need to roll something that's a big unexpected burst of fire that's burning all of me. That's true. Nat 20, we're fine. Okay, <laughs> hold your focus together. Uh, that is in it 20. Yeah. The, you see I take a breath, but nothing You can else go, your path, your options in, in, as far as getting to the far door are concerned are either to go around the galleries along the edges uh, or straight across, but the middle of the courtyard is covered in rubble, uh, making it essentially difficult to rain. Uh, Scamp, you are first. Ugh. So, there are, there are five of us? Yep. Yep. It is, so our option, basically our option is to run. There's no clear way of... Uh, well, I mean, unless you want to try and destroy the pillar, yes. Um, <laughs> that yeah. seems, that seems unlikely. Um... What's the most people I can yeah. make for? How does it work? Could we get past it, or is uh, it the, like the pillar itself is just stationary in the very middle of the uh, chamber? And we're trying to you're trying get to get to the far the side the of it. Side. Yeah, so it's 120. So the so the far door is 120 feet away. The pillar itself is 60 feet from you, uh, in the centre of the chamber. It's because of the way that the chamber is arranged. Even if you go around the outside, uh, it will you will never be further than 60 feet from it. Yeah, and at the other end of the room, what is there, sorry? Uh, at the far end of the room is the double doors. Double doors. Okay. Yep. Sorry, I just had a moment of complete brain fog. That's right. Yeah, no, no, that was uh, fair. I was wondering yeah. about and that the, myself. The central courtyard is filled with cut with various rubbish. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I will cast fly at... Oh. Fifth level. Okay. I think so. That's three targets. Are the three discs targets. concentration? No. No. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So uh, they will follow after you, but along the ground. I yeah. I they get into problems if I go too high, so I have to stay low. Okay. Uh, uh, I think you, you're hitting the whole party with this. Um, I'm trying to work out what to do, but. Odinone and... Oh, no. <laughs> How heavy are the, the other two? <laughs> uh, Odinone is a bit lighter than Helvi. Helvi is uh, short, but they are broad. Um... I, I would say either of them could carry Corzin. <laughs> I know that Corzin doesn't get slowed down by things being difficult. Yeah, that, and this is a thing. <laughs> so uh, I might... Cast it on Helvi, me and Celestia. 
and sure. assume that Elfie can carry Odinone. All right. You, I mean, uh, Elfie, suddenly finds themselves go. unexpectedly buoyant. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, you need to carry each other because I can't get everyone. Okay. Got it. So you're going to. Uh, so, what's your movement, Scamp? Um, I can fly. Where's my speed gone? 60 feet. Okay. Um, As you start flying. So, you're going to start to fly straight across? Uh, no, I'm going to go around the edge of the room looking out for anything that might be another bloody trap. Okay, so you're going to fly <laughs> around through the gallery or on, on the edge. So, that's not difficult terrain, but it is. Essentially, two hundred and forty feet to get to the uh, uh, to thing because right. you have to walk because you have to fly a long distance if you want to do that. Yeah, I feel like maybe my uh, where we find the bloody floating discs again. Mm-hmm. They oh, can just move over une- uneven. That's all right. Yeah, it's only height that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, they can they, they can they can t- cross this terrain because they hover. Uh, I will go sort of not quite the center of the middle bit, but like a little bit around Slightly the edge. Off to the side. So, sure. Yeah. I'll say you can get broadly halfway, or at least you try to, because as you fly up, as a reaction to someone flying, uh, Ugh, the uh, the pillar ripples with light, and planes of semi-visible force just start randomly appearing in the air oh. and disappearing, flickering uh, in between spaces. Uh, All right, I'll moving, go around the bloody edge then, fine. <laughs> moving around. Um, to try and uh, potentially tripping or unbalancing. So you need to make uh, an athletics or acrobatics check, please. <laughs> to avoid uh, being wonder, knocked out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a 14. Okay, with a 14, uh, you are actually able to duck out of the way and successfully make it the full 60 feet. You are not, uh, you are not uh, delayed by the terrain. So, well done. That... <laughs> brings us to Corzin's go. Alright, um, how far away are we from the central obelisk? Uh, 60 feet. Alright, um, and the, uh, the glyph is sort of set into it, isn't it? Uh, all of these glyphs, yeah, all of these glyphs are set into it. There are eight smaller sort of wards that you can see and one large one in the centre. Alright. Is it possible that if I were to get a bomb into the base of this thing, it would topple it? Mm, is this the same as that huge, heavy one we saw? It yeah. is made of cloudstone. It is thick. Uh, oh, what would be the equivalent of architecture and engineering in this in this setting? Uh, I want you to roll a nature check. Okay. Natural philosophy, I'm going to call this one. That's a natural one, but lucky. Okay, nature. The, oh, yes, that's uh, that's an eighteen. You try and panic, wondering, and then you remember. Oh, actually, no, you have blown up uh, structures before. Um, this looks to be, based on what you've seen, uh, maybe the 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 thing is actually quite wide based. Uh, you could work out. You, you're reasonably sure that the cloudstone is made. The main structure is made from is pretty damn resistant, given what it's survived. But the metals on the outside seem to be various wizard metals, and maybe those could be damaged. Right. Okay. So you'd have better. You feel like you'd have better luck damaging this, damaging the glyphs, than the actual pillar. All right. I'm going to attempt to do that then. Uh, okay. 
depending on where like we're being flown, I can either drop or throw the uh, the bombs at at yeah. those glyphs. I mean, you're not being flown anywhere yet. Yeah. Yes, but you can. Uh, I guess you can hold your movement. Well, your yeah, movement will be done elsewhere. Do. But yeah, okay. So you're going to hold your action and, uh, as it were, until okay. you are carried. If you can get me over there, I can uh, uh, drop a bomb on it. Okay, let's do it. Okay, Celestia. Um, for a start, my giant winks out because I Bing. remembered to roll concentration for being hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely Bing. gone. Um, and yeah, I'm going to pick up Cause and put him on my shoulders because that's how teeny he yep. is. Yes. Um, and I'm going to start... I saw that when Scamp went too close, it was bad. So yep. I'm going to start flying a little bit wider a circle. Wider a circle. So you still, are you I still doing like all the way around the 240 foot distance around the edge? Uh, or Because uh, you can double move if that's your action and get like 120 feet of that I distance. I might do that, yeah. Cool. You double move. Uh, moving around I the very... I don't to do anything else. Like... Moving around the very edge of the room, uh, you do. You are not in... You are outside of the range of the randomly shifting planes of force. Mm. So going a very circuitous route, you are able to get halfway. Mm. Okay, Celestia and Corzin. Although oh, I have, this, however, left you although that does mean, feet away. Is that a problem? Yeah, although if you do that... Ah, no, if you want to be in a position where you can be 20 feet away, you're going to have to go th broadly through the centre in one sense or another. How close do you need to be? Um, unless you are at the very edges of the room, the shifting planes of force will be a problem. No, no, Causing but... needs to be, uh, you said, within 20 feet or 30 feet. I just said if you can get me over the uh, over the top of it or uh, adjacent oh. to it, but adjacent to it. Yeah. No, but like, range-wise, how close do you need I mean, to be? To you, if you're using a bomb, you can actually do it within sixty feet. Oh uh, yeah. So you can actually go around the edge, and cause will still be able to hurl. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Okay, cause him. Hold our bombs. Oh yeah, because the room's only sixty foot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if we were at the furthest point, that'd be fine. Yeah. Cool. Let's do that then. Okay, uh, make an attack. Uh, which uh, do you want to try and hit one of the smaller glyphs, the central glyph, the one that uh, just created a fire whip, which is one of the smaller ones? I will do the central glyph for now. Okay, go for it. All right, so this is just um, one with advantage. Well, no, not advantage, but with proficiency mm. rather. All right, uh, that's a twenty-eight. Okay, uh, as the uh, uh, as the bomb approaches the central glyph, uh, the glyph flashes and planes of force appear and start to come together as a shield, but the bomb just manages to slip through them, <laughs> detonating. Roll damage. Excellent. Seven. Wait, no, eight. Okay. Snake eyes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, six, but yeah, <laughs> the explosion passes. Um, it looks, it's marked the glyphs, but it's not significantly damaged them. Uh, it looks like it'll take a bit more pounding to do that. But there is a moment as it flashes that some of the planes of force blink out of existence for a moment before coming back on into ex uh, into appearance again. All right, that did something. N seeing this though. Mm -hmm. Would it be um, reasonable to conclude that if I could hit that same target with a um, a bullet or a shot or something, it might have a similar effect? It might well do so, but you're going to need to get through those shields. All right. Well, I've 
I still remember, I do actually have um, another bomb. So I will <laughs> throw that. Right, roll another yeah. attack. Yep. I mean, yeah, you held your attack, didn't you? So I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that is 27. Okay, this nice. one you go over the top of the shields and they try and move up to catch it. Roll catch. Oh, that's, um, that's six. <laughs> it's it's frustratingly it's frustrating, but again, there's a little bit of a flicker as it strikes. It's um, fire damage on stone. <laughs> yeah, that's the only problem there. Actually, it's a good point. I'm reasonably certain that it's not actually immune to it. No, it's not immune to it. It's fire damage. We're good. Okay. <laughs> immunities. Uh, all right. You have done some damage to it, though. Yep. Count ten. Oh, no. With a flickering, one of the glyphs activates, and a series of waves of pinkish-purple light blast out of it. Uh, oh, that doesn't look it. good. Everyone roll a wisdom save. Oh, no. Uh, Fifteen. <gasps> Seven. Twelve. Oh. Okay. Causin and Scamp. You are confused. Oh no. Confusion's bad as well. I have the spell in the back of my book if that's helpful to you. That is helpful. I've also got it here. Um, So, the pair of you are confused. Um, Odenone is confused. But not... uh, But not Helvi. Uh, So Helvi grabs Odenone um, by, like, under the arms. um, And... Let's roll a d10 and see what I do now. I feel like the Rainbow Spirit momentarily does what it does during confusion and becomes a gas and just, like, offsets the yeah. purple light from me. It's like, no, we know what we're doing. <laughs> what is a one? Um, uses all movement to move in a random direction. Roll d8 for direction. Uh, well, they're being they're being semi-abducted by uh, Healthy, so I think we're going to... I'm just going to make that an opposed athletics check. Okay. Uh, Odenone is pretty good but Helvi is actually stronger than they appear and is able to keep hold. Uh, Helvi is going to try and get follow after and just about manages to push after Scamp so they uh, end up in the same place Scamp is. Now to bunch up, oh dear. Uh, <laughs> you see the whole pillar begins to <laughs> char- begins to slowly charge up from the bottom. The glyphs start to light up one at a time, as if it's sort of uh, going up the whole length of the pillar. Uh, This creates a sort of strange energy that sets your teeth on edge. You can feel feel the base of your teeth fizzing, uh, as if the power that's being generated is starting to tear you apart on some small level. Everyone just takes five radiant damage. Okay. 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 On initiative five. Okay. Top of the round. Everyone needs to make a wisdom save as another of the trap effects activate, and this time blue waves start flooding out. Ten. Wisdom save. Seven. Thirteen. Two, three. Roll for those two. Oh, they're fine. Okay. 
Um, all of you are slowed. Oh, so, uh, you get, you get uh, those of you who are under two effects could roll, roll to shrug off both of them separately at the end of your turn. Right. Um, the slow effect, if I have good slow, where are you, slow? You are here. Uh, so, your speed is halved. Uh, you take a minus two penalty to armor class and deck saves. Uh, you cannot use reactions. You can use an action or a bonus action, but not both on your turn. At the end of your turn, you can roll to shrug it off. Uh, okay. So, Scamp, roll a d10. Six. Six, six, six. Hang on. Um, creature doesn't move and takes no actions. Uh... Scamp's eyes light up and uh, they just start garbling uh, incomprehensible nonsense in Infernal. Uh, shit. <laughs> Scamp, you speak tongues for in tongues for a turn, but at the end of your turn, you can roll two wisdom saves to try and shut this off. An eight and a two. Oh, mate. You are slowed and confused, oh. never, still. Corzin. I'm going to be here some time. <laughs> Corzin, yeah, roll, yeah, you are. <laughs> roll, right, uh, okay. roll a d10. Okay. Uh, a d10, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cocked. Seven. Okay, I mean, there is only one creature within your reach, so make an attack against Celestia. Oh, no. As you, oh, as you are, so as the bad. lights hit you, you're confused, you're bewildered. Oh, you can only make one attack, though, uh, because you're slowed. And for a moment, you see that you're not being gripped by Celestia. You're being gripped by that, by that uh, horrifying sort of humanoid corvoid creature, uh, half-crow thing from before. Oh, shit. Right, that's uh, that's a uh, sixteen to hit. It hits because my armor class is lower. Yeah. Yeah. God, okay. You strike it. the corvoid effectively, uh, drawing blood and scattering feathers. Roll damage. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Twelve slashing. I'm oh, sorry. So much right now. <laughs> you say, but it actually comes out as sake. <laughs> okay, uh, that makes it Celestia's go. Celestia's go. Do I get oh, sorry, to roll against it, being yes, confused? Yes, roll against being confused and slowed. Both. Right. Against being confused. Confused first. Natural one, but lucky. Oh, uh, that is an eighteen. You try and headbutt the corvoid. You smack Celestia <sighs> in the t- in the in the chin, and as it does so, it clears the the hallucination. I- I'm being carried, yeah, okay. Right, I was going to uh, say it would be the knee otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and also against slow now. Okay, against being slow. Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's a 21. It also seems to knock you out of whatever effect is keeping you <laughs> slow. <gasps> oh, f- I am so sorry, what the hell was that? Okay, fuck this. <laughs> um, whose turn, is it my turn? Your turn, Celestia. Goes, <laughs> fuck this. Flies down to the ground, smacks it with a guitar, and uh, I'm going to do a destructive wave against the pillar with necrotic damage. Okay, uh, to get it. its 30 foot range. Um, it is, yes. Yeah, you I will go, do that. Just, you, you'll need to get closer, so give me. I'm a, grumpy and everyone's incapacitated, give me so an I can't leave. Acrobatics check, please. Acrobatics, okay. I'm with you, actually, that gives me. That's options. not that good. Um, acrobatics is a 16. 
It's good enough. You are able okay. to weave through the uh, through through the uh, the bits without getting knocked uh, to the ground. Yeah, I mean, usually it has to make a con save, but it's a pillar. I will roll a con save for the pillar. Okay. It did not roll well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, my spell save is seventeen. So what? Uh, so tell me thunder damage, and I use so necrotic is, or radiant. I'm going to do thunder first, but it's going to be necrotic because I've seen it do radiant, so that feels like it makes sense okay. to me. Um, so that's 14, 15, 17 thunder. Okay. Um, and 8, 10, uh, 16 necrotic. Just counting this down. Okay. The thunder, <laughs> as the blast strikes, uh, because you can hit every target that you want within 30 feet, it hits all nine of the glyphs mm. plunging nice. into them striking past the defensive shields um you see cr- metal crack bend twist and shatter um but not a- almost enough to, to to disable several of the glyphs but not individually enough to take out any individual one mm-hmm. um however the necrotic like the extra damage nothing happens there is no biology to uh, to weaken him. Mm. Uh, okay, uh, at the end of your turn, roll to shrug off slow. Yes, please. Oh, I will then move as far as I can. Uh, th- that is as far as you can move. Oh, no, it is because, in. yeah, I'm close. Um, no. Okay, you are still Doesn't slowed. matter what save that is, it's still shit. Cool. Okay, Celestia and Corzin are, both 30, uh, are now 30 feet from the... Uh, from the pillar. Alright. Right. About halfway along. Uh, that hits initiative round ten. Uh, one of the pillars, uh, one of the pillars' glyphs sort of crackles and several bolts of uh, lightning fire out in every direction. These are just a straight attacks. So oh, I've got my coat on. You do? Yes. That's Half damage from lightning. Uh, okay. That's so be really helpful. It's <laughs> really helpful. Okay, so okay, scamp Celestia, uh, scamp calls in Celestia. Uh, no, maybe no. Ah, yes, uh, yes to cause him. Okay, T- uh, scamp and Celestia, the two lightning bolts miss you and smash into the stone in the distance. My armor uh, class it. is very low right now. Are you sure of that? That was a natural two. Okay, my armor class is ten. Jesus. Okay. Because I did not cast Mage Armor. You did not cast Mage Armor. And I am slowed. That does hit you then. Oh no. Oh wow. (laughs) Um, Celestia, what's your current AC? It's minus 10. Um, 15. Not 15. Uh, 14, sorry. Yeah, you're, you're fine. That one does miss you. So Scamp and uh, Corzin are both struck yeah, by uh, lightning. Okay, let's roll this, figure this one out. Okay, you uh, both take 38 points of lightning damage. Oh, wow. I have that, resistance. That didn't hit me. You take, you take 16 points of lightning damage. Oh, I'd still be down oh, sorry, even with uh, the resistance. Oh. Sorry, no, it would be 19 points of lightning damage to, to Corzin. 19. <laughs> As both I of maintain con- concentration quite well. Oh, good! Because <laughs> um, of Warcaster. I yeah. rolled Warcasters. a 20 on my concentration, which Amazing. takes it up to a 27. Confused <laughs> and bewildered as you may be, you are still focused. 
Warcaster is awesome. Warcaster is awesome. Warcaster is necessary. Mm. Uh, let's roll for, for the person who casts fly on us all the time. Yes, it really, really is. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so Helvi is struck, uh, and it was looking pretty fucked up by that. Uh, you see, as as they cry out uh, in pain, uh, for uh, the, the uh, as the uh, as the lightning strikes them, leaving a smoking uh, hole uh, in their clothing. Oh no! Uh, however, they do have enough wherewithal to fly. Um, let's roll their check to successfully dip and dive and weave all the way to the far end because they're still flying. They managed to drop Odenone down as well who has actually sorry i forgot to roll it last time shrugs off the confusion good um and the slow Woo, go Odenone. from this time uh they uh odinone has their uh, their their arrows uh and looks up uh as if uh, and looks up i think to whoever's still salient as if to ask what should i do Run! <laughs> okay, Odinone is going uh, to. I mean, or, or destroy the pillar either way. Odinone is going to take that runner, uh, that instruction to run, and use it to pull a, the bronze doors ajar nice. enough that the pair that the pair of them can slip through to safety. Uh, round five, the pillar now two thirds of the way charged. Uh, oh, continues oh, to, I'm going to die. <laughs> put out this put out this strange energy that just tears you apart at some molecular level. Uh, how many hit points do you have, Scamp? Eleven. Everyone takes a flat ten points of radiant. Uh, oh, I'm so narrowly up. Christ. Okay. This Celestia. This charge feels familiar to you. It feels a lot like the charge buildup you have just before a destructive wave. Run! <laughs> Can't. <laughs> that brings us to Scam. Scam, roll a d10. Actually, no, sorry. That doesn't bring us to Scam. First, we have. Oh boy, we have another random uh, effect. This one is. Okay. Everyone roll a deck save as one of the flickering, crackling uh, I mean, glyphs Is, is there uh, any point? No. Okay, <laughs> Absolutely uh, not. Um, 27. I'm still slow, didn't I? Yep. So that is a 13. It's not going to happen. Uh, 18. Um, no. Yeah, 18 is a straight roll because I'm slowed. Hmm. But it's not going to be enough. Um, 18 is enough. Uh, I mean, I have one hit point, so... Oh, this is a this isn't a direct damage effect. Okay. Um, no, in fact, all of you are sprayed with. Uh, uh, well, actually, no. Uh, just Celestia uh, is the rest of you managed to avoid it. Is sprayed with some sort of um, slippery oil. Oh, it's yeah, that's fun. If mm. you were if you were on the ground and not flying, this would probably be a lot more uh, problematic. <laughs> it would be a disgusting. lot more difficult for you. Ew! I mean, I'm sorry, you'll be on the floor pretty soon. You've basically been sprayed with baby oil. Ew! Oh. <laughs> um, on the on the bright side, though, you're not likely to get nappy rash. <laughs> Lovely. True. All right. Very pleased. Well, we'll bear that in mind. Yeah. Um, which now brings us to Scamp. Scamp roll the d10. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ten. You can act normally. Woo! Yes. Um, you're I would still like slowed. To... 
I would like to try and get out the room. Okay, uh, yeah, that's basically dash and move. Uh, just give me an acrobatics check. One. Oh, okay. God. You, um... Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, you run... You fly smack into one of the floating portions and, uh... It actually knocks you back into the pillar and into one of the glyphs. Oh no! With uh, there is a uh, there is a sudden humming and a crackling, and then just a burst of freezing cold emerges. Uh, you are down to zero hit points. It would not do enough to kill you outright, so you are. But Scamp drops to the ground, as do you. Oh uh, yeah, of course. As do you, Celestia. Uh, you also drop to the ground, thirty feet from the pillar, sixty feet from the door, and thirty feet from Scamp. Uh, as Scamp is covered in frost and now at the bottom of the uh, uh, at the bottom of the pillar, each Scamp uh, doesn't. T- I'm not going to say you take any more damage. Uh, but uh, the I was keeping Cosmin, low to the ground. So. Cosmin and Celestia, you take three points of falling damage. And <laughs> Say that prone. like it's not much. Um, <laughs> yeah. And are prone. Right. Cosmin, you have your own mind and are un- and, and are not slowed. Oh man, yeah. I, if I can see um, uh, Scamp in front of me, I am yep. gonna make a beeline for them. Can I yep. actually you, get to them this round? You can actually get to them because you you are not slowed by difficult terrain. Right. Scrambling okay. quickly through the rubble, you get close enough to lay a hand on them. Right, so, um, cure wounds at third level. <laughs> the right, octopus um, wraps its uh, arms, arms, not tentacles, around you and Yeah, that's uh, 14 hit points you again. Thank you. The, you. Yeah, Scamp, you awake cold and shivering, but you awake you do. And as a bonus action, mm-hmm. I am going to um, t- uh, take out my um, blunderbuss and cast lightning shot on it. Yeah, that'll do it. Where do you want to hit? Well, if I if I actually have a because uh, I thought um, cure wounds was an action, so just it the is. bonus oh, it action is, is Sorry, for next yeah. Time. So you charge it up, but it's not enough to uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I will say to Scan, get out of here! I've got this. Provided that uh, you are able to do so, Celestia. Celestia is bleeding a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> looking very, very shaky. Um, how bad does the pillar look? Oh, uh, I mean, you've done a lot of damage to the side glyphs. Uh, you've done a lot of damage to the side glyphs, and the central glyph has taken a, 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 is looking pretty bent out of shape as well. I'm prone. I can't get very far because I'm slowed. Gets shakily up, like swaying, looking at it. And she goes, "Fuck you, piece of shit!" and smacks the guitar on the floor again. Um, another destructive wave, but I'm going to do radiant this time because necrotic didn't do anything. Go for it. <laughs> I'll roll constitution. The obelisk Seven, has constitution. Nine, hmm. For the purposes of this uh, check, it does. <laughs> uh, 12 thunder. Okay. 
then 14 radiant. So 26 total. Okay. Um, the 26 uh, is, is so it made it it's made its con save, so it takes half damage. Uh, it is enough to not as uh, the blast of uh, the, the the lightning tendrils, rainbow colored lightning tendrils are enough to knock out all eight of the surrounding mm-hmm. glyphs. <laughs> They, uh, with a crackle and blast, each of them is shattered, uh, releasing their uh, their magic in a chaotic spray. Um, the because it did save though, the central glyph, battered, broken, see, barely functioning, still continues to charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so then I will run, done. not very far because I'm slowed, but I will run for the. You door. are slowed, and it is difficult terrain. Oh wow! I run like fucking five feet. Or you something get fifteen ridiculous. feet along, which is still closer. But yeah, you like. I mean, yeah, my speed. You are still is forty-five normally... feet from the from the door at this point. Yeah. Uh, um, and then I will roll for roll slow. for save uh, and actually scamp. Uh, you still get a chance to shrug these off while unconscious. So uh, yeah. roll. Um, roll oh, oh, they don't just go away because I'm unconscious. No. How? <laughs> okay. It doesn't that, matter. That, I thought that was. Uh... Yeah. I rolled a four, so it doesn't really matter what save it is. An eight and a fourteen. Uh, fourteen is enough to shrug off the slow effect. Yeah. What is the slow save, just out of interest? Uh, wisdom as well. Oh, absolutely not, no. Uh, okay, that brings us to initiative camp ten, uh, where this time uh, it's actually going to do nothing. You've taken out all of its attack glyphs. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, but Odinone and um, uh, Helvi are both hiding, but as, on initiative count five, the pillar begins charges all the way to the top. <laughs> how, how are you all doing on hit points? 14. I <laughs> have two whole hit points all to myself. Says so Celestia, Celestia's eyes roll back uh, as blood begins to just pour out of existing open wounds. Uh, as each of you take another ten points of radiant damage, the pillar is now charged. Yeah, she stacks it on the run to the door. <laughs> Top of the round, it can do nothing yet. Uh, it can do nothing uh, with, with any of its minor of its minor attacks because you've disabled them. Scamp, you are no longer slowed, but roll a one d roll a d ten. Six. Scamp begins speaking in tongues again. God, oh God. Uh, Causin, uh, looking around, Scamp is speaking in tongues. Roll a wisdom save to try and shrug that off. Um, Causing, uh, causing oh, 19. Bloody okay, hell. yeah. Oh, I, finally. You sort of start to get your shit together, like, clear, like uh, getting out of the weird fever dream you're in. But I will be unconscious next time. Um, <laughs> oh, don't worry. It's not going to do any more automatic damage now. It's charged up. Uh, yeah, so it'll do the, the main damage, and I'll be unconscious. <laughs> Celestia is a bleeding heap on the floor, and uh, although, and that, and that glyph damaged it is it is is beginning to crackle and spark erratically as the pillar which has been humming and, th- and thrumming stops thrumming 
and you feel just an, a moment of calm before a storm. Oh, God. What do you want to do, Corzin? How high up is the glyph? Uh, I'm going to say it's not that high up, about 15 feet up. Okay, I just wanted to make sure there was nothing like 10 foot either side of it. I am going to um, release a slug shot into the center of it and then run for Celestia. Roll damage. Okay, that's going to be... Uh... Sorry, roll attack, roll attack. Oh, you need yeah. to hit the damn thing first. Okay. It does still have some shields fluttering around it. Oh, that is... Oh, no, that's a 12. Oh, mate. Oh. I can't add any, enough to that to help. <laughs> no. I've not been able to give anyone inspiration because the, I've had no bonus the actions. The slug shot hits the... Uh, pill, uh, hits the uh, uh, the, one of the shields and bounces off pinging into the ground. You do still have your bonus action to take after an attack if you so wish. Um, I suppose that's the um, the lightning shot gone as well then, isn't it? Uh, oh wait, no, lightning shot were... Sorry, yeah, the lightning shot... Let me just remind my check, check the rules of lightning shot because that it's might only have... If it hits. Does it is it used up on the attack or on the first hit though? That is the Next question. So you make a ranged weapon attack during the spell duration. It transforms into a bolt, uh, a bolt of lightning. Make takes half damage and a miss. Okay, so it takes um, half of the following then. Yeah. The so the uh, as you fire the shot, this uh, ball of lead shot fires out crackling with lightning leaving a stream behind it it smacks the shield bounces off but the lightning continues through the shield okay it takes half of 14 which is 7 want to make any guesses at how many hit points it had left if it's 8 I might cry if it's 8 I'm going <laughs> to scream finish it yeah oh fuck okay right so um Causing like slightly shaking, um, let's fly with the um, uh, the, the slug shot. It hits the um, uh, the, the shield. The um, the bolt crackles into it, and it's just blasts straight through where the um, uh, the glyph is and out the other side. Okay. At which point he will start running in the other opposite direction to get to you, Celestia. You <laughs> run over to Celestia. Um, for the sake of narrative, I'm going to say that in the next round or so, you scamp, you scramble up and are able to move, causing you uh, you're able to grab and drag Celestia as bereft of its control glyph, the power, the destructive wave stored up starts to discharge uncontrollably. Oh God! Uh, oh, strike. Uh, bolts of curving uh, rainbow-coloured lightning, not unlike Celestia's, begin pouring out of the pillar at random intervals, arcing round and driving back into the pillar. Uh, as this bizarre, as this whole cataclysm starts to, uh, to build up, the three of you manage to get through the doors and close them behind you as an earth-shattering <laughs> rocks the chamber beyond. I'm going to assume somebody has healed me. 
Uh, yes. During yeah, that time, if I have the during that time, definitely causing causing will have spent, has, awesome. has had an action. We just did it as a narrative. I'm just narrative. I am yeah. narrativizing this for the purposes. Of right. The okay. Yeah. At um, some point, that'd be lovely. <laughs> yeah. So again, uh, last uh, level three spell slots. Uh, oh, for, Thank you. Um, cure wounds. That is uh, eighteen hit points. Here we go. Love you. All my healing spells are bonus actions. <laughs> you uh, you managed to get Celestia through uh, the umbilical octopus wraps around her, restoring healing, restoring wounds as you come back to consciousness. You're not just in time for the huge uh, kaboom from the other side. Fuck. <sighs> How many times do you think we've collectively been unconscious in the last three days? Too many. Ow. Uh, I don't think I can count that high. No, I can't either with this concussion. Fuck me. Woo. Hold on. Let me have a look at that. The, you, you take a, a look. It's yeah. It's not great, but <laughs> you'll manage thanks to magical healing. Mm. You can see that um, Odinone and Helvi while it's looking over with some concern, are mostly drawn to the site ahead. There is, you can see from the inside, there's now a uh, sort of corridor, broadly circular. It seems to go either way, leading off to many side rooms. But directly ahead of you is another pair of these vast um, bronze doors. This one seems to show a small... A sort of benevolent, kindly-looking giant spreading their arms forwards. And below them are depictions of, as far as you can tell, like, corn? Corn, oh. boxes, uh, water, what, like, what look like jugs of wine or amphorae. <laughs> Is it the Jolly Green Giant? <laughs> uh, if you, if you put... If you depicted the Jolly Green Giant as uh, as some sort of vaguely classical provider, yes. My mum says you are what you eat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're not English, that reference is... Oh. British, probably. I, I don't yeah. think they would have that advert yeah. like anywhere else because it's so obviously like the north of England that it takes place in that it'd be weird. <laughs> that would be super confusing. Yeah. As you take... <laughs> That advert in America doesn't work. A few <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to breathe. You can see you look up and scamp. You feel you feel like you're almost here. Like beyond that door is what you need. The key just feels very present around your neck. The door actually doesn't have any handles. It's just a massive pair of double doors that are presently closed. It's discordantly uh, cheerful. I'm not sure I like it. Yeah, I'm also just so worried that we'll open the door and just be killed instantly. Yeah, only death beyond and all that. Um, even just like a light tap would do it right now. Yep. Um... I don't want to suggest we have another sit down though. No, we but just... we could, couldn't we? Um, 
I'm what? still bleeding a fair amount. I'd love that, but equally, I understand if you need to get to the end of that room right now because you feel weird. Honestly, if you like push me slightly, I might go unconscious. So yeah, if somebody breathes on me wrong, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> right. Looking at uh, the two of you, um, Corzin would obviously be triaging this in a kind of surgeonly type way, but what are your uh, hit points currently? 18. 18. Four. Oh, Four. you win. Right. Um, Corzin is going to um, give like you the... Can I look at you through my slightly blurry vision and go, no, you look really bad. Yeah. Corzin's going to give you the bone either. marrow potion. Helvi, Archie, Helvi's looking better because Helvi has had their own bone marrow I'm potion. I'm going to have my other bone marrow potion. I yeah. think this is the time to use it up, to be honest, because I'm just so worried about what's behind there. Scamp, come on. Drink up. I don't want to waste things. I better forget. You look up. like this you're is dead. what they are I for. Please, do not know how you're upright. Drink it. <laughs> they are for waking people up when they are down at this stage. That I still have the ability to do out that. Out of character, are we going to have a rest? Because then we shouldn't be taking bone marrow potions. I don't know. Are you perhaps going? How do you feel about? Maybe you could take ten minutes, sing a song of rest, use a healing kit. Uh, yeah. Song, song of rest. No, only if works we on a short rest, oh, it's on a it short does. Rest. It's a short rest, and also, if we're taking ten minutes, then we've got to be taking potions. That's yeah, the question that I'm thing. asking, genuinely. Ugh, I have one single potion left, so I will not be taking it. I mean, I can do healing words on people, but I don't have a lot of spells, and I'm getting concerned. There yeah. are a number of. Non-giant bronze door uh, rooms. I just think we should take a rest. Like, I'm sorry, I do. Yeah, I narratively, hit points. <laughs> I'm going to say that you pop to the sides. You find that around this corridor there are a number of wide open uh, rooms. They are largely empty. Uh, they occasional pieces of furniture, long decayed or broken, or simply too big to carry. You take an hour to do a short rest. It is uninterrupted. After I have to recast which... all the things to carry the things. Ugh. You take two hours. <laughs> after which... Also, I will do a song of rest. Um, you'll get another five if that helps even Excellent. slightly. Yep. I'm after just going to which... use up all my hit dice for today. That's what's happening. Yep, cool. Fine. After which, what you doing? make your way back to the giant double doors. Damned sensible player characters. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was plus like five, was it, for the Song of Rest, right? Yeah, a light breeze yeah. would do it. Fair you enough. don't go through yeah. the mysterious door. With you don't go through points. a mysterious door. Yep, we're well, well heavily <laughs> injured. So, after, after applying further medical aid, yep. <laughs> you... <laughs> You make your way back to the giant door. The giant door, if you will. How do you wish to proceed? I'm going to use the key on it. Okay. Or you, wave it at it and see if it feels right. As you take out the key, you feel a sense that you need to go forwards. And as you touch the key to the door with a, with a smooth... The double doors swing open to reveal a grand chamber 
beyond, lit from above by smooth, glowing light crystals like those from the Hachnar Valley. But these are intact, still powered, still illuminating. Powerful seals and sigils cover every wall and the domed ceiling of the room. The relics of what, if the pillar outside is any indication, must have been a potent defensive enchantment upon this chamber. The seals aren't garish, they're made fine to blend with the surrounding artwork, and they are also inactive, making no effort whatsoever to destroy or detain them. This is probably due to the damage they've sustained. The exposed metal shows signs of having melted in place. Scorch marks cover the walls, and there are broken shards of cracked pottery below the places they are shattered. There are, scattered around the chamber, around 30 humanoid skeletons, some with weapons, and even intact pieces of preserved leather armour. They appear long dead, bones shattered or scorched by the defences before they were disabled. Resplendent fluted columns support the ceiling, and carved into the walls are handsome figures of statuesque proportions. Some in martial pose, with helms not unlike the Orinth helm, grasping spear and shield, and well armoured. One is naked, save a small kilt, overseeing crowds of smaller figures reaping tiny sculpted rows of corn below. Others carry set squares and compasses or scales or seem to be in the process of um, throwing javelins or discuses in a rather sporting manner. The ceiling above actually has a sculpted frieze of what on first glance appears to be a naked wrestling contest between several gigantic figures. Uh, The sculptor had a fine eye for gigantic forms and was not afraid to depict them, genitals and all, in lovingly sculpted detail. Look at the size of them. Um, <laughs> that is large. This yeah. not quite erotic wrestling match. <laughs> Causing that's several times bigger than you are. <laughs> I'd rather Just not think about that. thing right is much bigger than you. Is depicted in a circular fashion. <laughs> and it appears to tell a story as one goes around the circle. Um, but actually, we'll come, back to that. we'll come back to that, though, if you choose to look at it. Because more critical matters draw ahead. So you can tell there is some story there's some no you know what fuck it there's a story that you can tell as you go around the circle a dozen mid-sized figures surround a large figure whose features are not depicted a blank mask covers their face then the large figure is surrounded by 12 figures of varying sizes some small some as large as the original figure then the varying figures are locked in nude wrestling with the masked figure taking up most of the freeze By the end, the masked figure appears to have been pulled into a dozen surprisingly bloodless pieces, and each naked wrestler is holding up a piece triumphantly. In the centre of this naked wrestling match freeze, though, is a sculpted map that covers the top of the dome, depicting east and west sunder. You can see several circles on the map, with names in that gigantic script, you assume, beside them. You cannot at this particular moment read them, but you can see that there is a... uh, where you can see a circle on the map where you are, where you would be. This city, surrounded by a number of smaller circles. There is a city to the south on the northern edge of the Skyclaw Range. At the centre 
of the of the mountain range of the two mountain ranges on um, Eastern Sunder, uh, where there is the gap, you see another circle. Oof. Another one halfway along the southern mountain range, and finally, you can see on the southern end of Western Sunder, there is an island with a city on it, and on your maps, there is not an island there. There is That's the Bay the of Zalcha. That's the one under the sea. It is, oh. isn't it? Something with, with all these circles, yeah. because we have the letters, is that enough information? These circles do not have, as it were, gate addresses on them, unfortunately. Okay, cool. But there is curious. something else here. Something about the way the chamber is... It's just something about the way that the chamber is laid up draws your attention upwards first. But, And its it reminds you of a harbour or a coaching inn or somewhere a lot of traffic was expected. The doors leading out of this chamber, and there are other doors leading out, are large and... While they are reinforced and sealed, you can tell that when they are open, they would permit the passage of several giants at once. There are large flat areas reserved for the apparently for the storage of cargo or luggage, and a series of carved stone thrones arranged in opposing rows at one end that seem to imply a sort of waiting area for giants. Smaller stone benches sit nearby for their attendants. But the centre the focus of the chamber is a huge platform of cloud stone, in a familiar style to the ones you've encountered before, but much larger. Large enough for two dozen giants to stand upon it. Well. Demarcated across its circumference is an elaborate series of glyphs, promising instant travel by teleportation to and from this point. And it is also... ruined. Come, oh, bugger! A massive crack splinters the entire platform. You can see signs of a third of the glyphs along the surface, having been deliberately blasted away at random intervals, in what must surely have been a deliberate effort to obscure the gate egress. This platform is useless to you. But the key is not done. You just feel amidst the waves of shock, scamp, a pull to one of the corridors beyond. You can follow that at your leisure, but the key is not, this was not where the key was taking you. I'm just going to follow where the key wants, okay. without really thinking. I follow them. You see scamp stumble across to the far end. There are a number of skeletons around broken equipment, weapons. One actually surprisingly intact-looking glaive along the way, but you can return and look at these things later. South, the key calls. A little further. Just a little further. You come to one of the doors at the southern end of the chamber. Touching the key to it, it swings open. There's a corridor that stretches beyond. A number of doors either side, most open, contents empty but it draws you to one small relatively unassuming side door still large enough for a giant to enter here the key seems to say here is where you should be i'm gonna try and open the door as you touch the key the door (laughs) swings open and suddenly a huge figure bursts out from behind a column as you enter. 
Explixi! He booms. Twenty-six feet high, muscular, with dark skin, a shock of flaming hair, looking to all the world as if living fire were captured in its strands. He wears a black belt over a kilt of grey leather, and his fiery beard is neatly combed and oiled. He continues. El piso na apolafzate, tokanigi odokat tristi demos. Hello. I, I, don't, I don't understand, giant. The figure, let's see if we notes properly, continues talking. Um, apparently unaware of you. Erva la matzi, ola tadora genethilon after ifta arkathusi. And you realize he's looking straight ahead of him, about at the hallway, oh. well over your heads. Oh. He barely oh. seems cognizant of you being here. I want to throw a small rock at him. It passes straight through. Oh, oh well, that answers that, then. Um, yeah. The figure continues talking cheerfully. Behind them, though, there is a large... There is a storeroom, as far as you can tell, filled with sacks of long-desiccated grain, huge giant-sized amphora of wine and other giant-sized supplies. But at the far end, there is a chest, about the size of a, of a handcart, and this is a very classical chest with a flat oblong plate where the lock should be. Huh. We'll go up to impress the amulet to it. The key, the chest springs open with a touch of the jade key and three objects lie within. The first is a massive bracelet of some manner of silvery metal, which could be comfortably worn, I guess, as a sort of choker if uh, for someone your sized. There's a stylized eye depicted on a flat central portion. The second appears to be a huge collar of red-scaled leather, again looking like dragon skin, sized perhaps for a tiger or perhaps one of the theriato that you met. It has a gold medallion for a tag upon which is scribed a gigantic glyph in silvery metal. And the third item at first appears to be a shield but it has no grip. It's about the size of a large round shield, though. A huge flat disc of pitch black metal just sitting at the base underneath the other two items. Hmm. Oh, I want to pick just... that up. Carefully picking up and turning it over, you can see a ring of glyphs in silvery metals around the exterior. Oh. Huh. Is there anything I recognise? Anything I can work out what it is? Roll an arcana check. <laughs> oh I'm going to squeeze their shoulder and give them inspiration. Oh. Which I will immediately use. Um, 19. This is a gate address. Oh. oh. The plate is just about large enough for four human-sized figures to squeeze onto at once. We currently have five. <laughs> four human-sized human figures. Size. This is true. <laughs> you, you could get all of you plus you could do two on. little ones. Yeah. Or I'll yeah, on your shoulders if I have to. So, but... you, Celestia might have to hold Corzin, but mm. you, you would be able to get everyone on. 
actually make cause and probably don't immediately understand yeah. this, do we? Uh, you, you look at this, you're not really sure what's happening, but you do notice that the figure, the giant, claps their hands together and appears to one side of the door and bursts out saying, Ekplexi! Again, repeating the message they were giving before. What does that tone seem to be? Uh, roll an insight check. Like, is it surprise or is it, ha ha, I fooled you. <laughs> oh, no, that's a natural one, but lucky. Uh, insight. Oh, that's, a, that's an 18. Reminds you of the time your, uh, your brother held a slightly obnoxious uh, birthday party for you. Oh. There's very much a ha ha! <laughs> Look what right. I did! Woo! <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel like we should find out what he's saying. That would probably I feel be like we should find out what all these do. Yes. What, what is that that you've got? It's a, a dress. But I'm not sure how it works. Like if I. Is it portable? Like a portable one? Oh, Can I leave it somewhere as a way but... to get somewhere? A portable one would be insane. Let's let's take a few minutes. Yeah. I've got to comprehend languages first and see what this nice person leave, has to say. Do you leave the other two items in the chest? Um for for this moment, for but this we're moment. not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah. You stay down, you take ten minutes to focus. This this actually repeat the, the message seems to repeat a few times. Yes, then, we get the, we get it. We and get you finish it. You just, just about in time for the end of one of them. <laughs> and it and it transitions from Telos Panto. After Enjoy your birthday, Deimos. I'll talk to you when you get back to Kairos. Love! And then flickers Aww. and reappears, and it's still in giant to everyone else. But uh, I'll Scamp, just repeat the words. You understand. There's they jump out. Surprise! I hope you enjoyed the scavenger hunt, Demos. I put all of your birthday oh. gifts together in this chamber. Well, the good ones. Mm. I bet you were so disappointed by the parade of sandals and shield polish you got at the party. <laughs> Sorry if the key was a bit insistent. I did hide it a long way from this chamber and I wanted to make sure you got it. Oh. Oh. <sighs> I miss you, Deimos. I know you need to be at the front fighting the enemy, but I worry for you, my love. Every time we embrace and bid farewell, I fear it will be the last. The council gets reports about what's really going on out there, and I know the numbers aren't in our favour. I... I heard about the fall of Ithak. One of the scryers told me. That was bad. Thank the clouds they managed to destroy the portal rod, or those bastards might have gained access to the whole network. <laughs> that really got the council fretting. They're talking about breaking the rest of the portal rods to stop the enemy getting their hands on them. Kyrene talked them down, thank the mountains. It's not as if we can ever make more. But rods are getting seriously restricted. If any of the cities look like they're going to fall, standing orders are to destroy the rod. The enemy can't reverse engineer them, but they can still use them. Things are quiet here in Then, at least for now. The war's still mostly in the south, barring a handful of raids. 
I'm stuck binding prisoners and enchanting basic weapons. The council sent me off to reinforce security here. By the time you get this, I should be back in Kairos, so don't worry. <laughs> I'm not going to sneak out from behind a pillar. <laughs> oh, yes, presents. So the bracelet should be pretty useful. White gold for a base, not that cheap mithril stuff. Now, I think you'll like the enchantment, sweetie. Uh, the dog toy I'm particularly happy with. It has several tricks programmed in. Uh, go, come, fetch, stay. And I put in a guard command. So if you set it somewhere, it'll bark loudly if one of those soldiers tries pranking you again. <laughs> now, the real treat is the teleport plate. It's an original from before the ceiling. One of the last they ever made. Would you believe it was sitting in old Hyrakos's treasury this whole time? If they hadn't auctioned it after the death, no one would even know it existed. You're damn lucky I was able to snap it up before anyone from the council saw it. The poor auctioneer didn't even know what it was. Thought it was an ornamental plate. Ha! <laughs> Listen, Deimos. The teleport plate's address code is localized to its present location, wherever it is. It's not meant for mass troop transport, like the city gates, but you and a few friends should be able to use it just fine. If you go one at a time, of course. I guess you could bring some servants at the same time. You can stick a few through at once if you want. The point is, it will go wherever you put it. So put it somewhere safe. If things go really bad, if you end up sealed off in the castle, forget the council's orders. Use the damn rod and run. I'll take it from their hands and I'll still have you. Don't go being a hero, okay? Anyway, that's enough sad news. Enjoy your birthday, Deimos. I'll talk to you when you get back to Kairos. Love! And then with a flicker, the message repeats. Well, that's a lot. Sestia wipes her eyes a little bit and tries to pretend she hasn't. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. So, if we put it on the floor, if we leave it here, we can come back to here. If we take it with us, we can come back to wherever. Yeah, yeah. That's incredibly useful. That's mad. I mean, it. <sighs> well. So if we, if we took it away from here, we can't come back here then. No, we can't. But we could also have it on the ship. We could y have it on the ship. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. If we put it in the uh, in the sending in room. In the sending room, yeah. Oh, I can't work out what the saddest bit of this is. This person definitely didn't do the birthday treasure hunt, did they? No, no, they didn't. Or at least they didn't get to the end. Exactly. Thorson is going to look mean, around and try and work out how long ago this possibly could have been. Um, 
you actually have not the slightest damn idea. There's, okay. I don't think there's a... I can't think of a way you could find that out from what you have here. Okay. The thing I could do at some point if we wanted some more information is I could scry on the fall of Ithek. Yeah, yeah that'd be... Um, Maybe not right this second. But potentially help. No. no, no, we've... Well... Oh, what do we do? There's just still so much we don't know. Still, I think I think it might be an idea to um, see if we can make a at least a a copy of some kind of that uh, big map in the other room with all. Oh, the yeah, we should write down absolutely everything. And while yeah. I've got this languages up, I'm going to try and read everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you want to try and read first? Do you want to pop back in and look at the map? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you... The chest is kind of too large to take with you, but if you want I to... I will take the to... stuff. I want to take what, the dog toy. That sounds adorable. Okay. Yeah. So who picks up what? Are you Are you picking up both items, Scamp? I'm not letting go of the big shields. I'm not sure you've how easy. Okay, you've got the big shield. I wouldn't mind having yeah. a look at the bracelet. Yeah, yeah sure. Corson will pick up the collar. Okay, um, the bracelet uh, is lovely, uh, indeed. Apparently, white gold bracelet um, with uh, uh, with a little bit of an uh, eye, stylized eye, depicted on a flat central portion. Again, it would, it would make a reasonably comfortable choker type necklace. Uh, Corson, as you pick up the collar. Your thumb touches the golden tag uh, on the front, <laughs> and there is a sort of sound as strange amorphous material starts to fill the space in between the collar. You reflexively oh, hurl dear. it away, and the and you watch as billowing out is what appears to be a gigantic dog a huge (laughs) black dog kind of like a rottweiler um bursts into existence except it's about the size of a large tiger oh (sighs) fucking massive hello there hello uh he will um reach up tentatively and um well I guess given the size scratch it under the chin <laughs> it's not it, it's it leans into it <laughs> um, yes although interestingly uh the moment you stop scratching it it sort of returns into a sort of waiting position <laughs> oh <laughs> feel like we should name it yes definitely um I wish I knew what um uh like any giant words meant. Um looking at the uh at the glyph on the uh collar, Scamp, you can tell that this reads uh Kerberos. Kerberos. Love it. Kerberos. <laughs> Alright. There you go. Got a name. Kerberos. Kerb for short. Alright there, and he um, 
That's done it well. Um, this is uh, certainly a turn up for the books. Look, just in terms of scale here, I'm. I'm mm -hmm. for, for context, Kerberos is large enough that all. that everyone here, four human sized creatures, and I'll say with a loud bit of squidging also causing, could fit on Kerberos's back. <laughs> oh, right. Relevant. We've got a new mount. Yep. Mm. We have also, uh, if we can find a wagon or something with wheels, it might solve a lot of our current issues. Yes, all right. Well, that will be a thing then to uh, see if we can find. I will actually say that uh, there is a wagon in this room, currently beladen with ancient grain sacks, but... There, there is there is a a, a simple, uh, kind of old, ancient actually, uh, wooden wagon with two wheels. All right, uh, Corson like will just dot. walk over to the other side of the room and go, all right, heal, heal. Kerberos does not respond. Ah. Oh, there were four commands specifically. Yes. I can't remember any of them, but there were. There were five. There were indeed five separate commands. Five commands, counting. Uh, go, come, fetch, stay, and guard. Um, but uh, as the as the language, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, you as you call out as you call out, uh, heal does not respond. Okay, so we're going to listen to the message again, and when it gets to the commands, I'll tell you what the words are, and you just have to remember what the last word was. All right. You write you you do write down the giant for <laughs> go come fetch stay and guard phonetically. Right. Um, which hold up, let me get my translations. I think I actually did write these down as well. Okay, so this isn't oh, a real dog, do. is it? No. Do you think? Do you think it's just going to stand there in that waiting position while we sleep, and we're just going to wake up, and it's going to be like looking at us in that position? Well, I... uh, no, because we'll turn it to guard when we're sleeping. Yeah. True. Less disconcerting. Okay, Maybe. so. <laughs> oh, little horse is going to love this. Okay, I'm. Uh, <sighs> I is. don't know whether those whether the translator gave those accurately or not. So we'll come back later, and I'll tell you what those are. But okay. uh, for the moment, you've got you have at least got. Um, come should be elate. Uh, oh, I should be writing these down. <laughs> a latte. Fetch should be parte. 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 Uh, stay, I think, is menete. Uh, Manate. I'm Manate. Manate. Uh, is guard, as far as I can tell. <laughs> and maybe pigenete is go. Um, pig, pig anus, pig, pig, anus, pig anus tea. Pig anus tea. It's... Alati, party, manatee, fellatio, and uh, pig anus. Pig anus tea. <laughs> this is apparently uh, no, the, your translation. Yeah, are these are these are apparently phonetically sheet. close enough that uh, that Cobras will respond to those. And <laughs> okay, so okay. alati is go, uh, <laughs> parte is come, stay is uh, manatee. Uh, sorry, uh, elate <laughs> is come. Oh, sorry, sorry. So I actually do these in a weird order. So, pigenete uh, is go. Oh. As far as I can tell. Pigenus tea. Yep. 
Um, What's party then? Uh, <laughs> elate is come. No, party. Yeah. Party is fetch. Fetch. Right. Uh, then it's menete for yeah, stay. Uh, and uh, Phylaka for guard. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I'm going to be blunt, um, <sighs> listeners who let's be let's let's be very blunt here. Listeners who speak the language, I'm brutally ripping off in a terrible way. We're so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're more sorry than Jason because we've just gone through four actual words in an actual language and be like pig anus. <laughs> Manatee, like absolute cunts. So I'm so sorry. This is your actual language that we just full on took a piss on. But apology. Okay, so, so go come fetch say God. Right. I think yeah, I've got you all do, of this. You make your way back in um, to the main chamber, taking these objects, uh, followed by a giant dog who is just. Yeah, if you tell them to follow, we'll follow you. Otherwise, we'll just stay happily wherever you tell them to. Oh. Um, Pigate, and, and gesture. Uh, they race ahead of you, <laughs> bounding to the point you indicated before stopping. Uh, you are reasonably sure that with um, that with a sort of with a degree of careful intention, you might be able to just essentially sit atop, uh, ride atop uh, Kerberos and continually guide them forward in such a way that they will just serve as a mount. I am definitely going to try this. So, for all the people who wanted me to put in a riding dog for the <gasps> <poison. laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's enormous as well. It is, yeah, it is huge. It is big. Yeah, so uh, Kerberos has a number of commands. Uh, Kerberos... Uh, for the purposes of combat, Kerberos uh, is a huge creature, has AC 12, one hit point, uh, cannot fight, moves as per Phantasmal Steed. Right. I want to touch okay. it. Does, does it feel like a dog friend? Uh, it does feel like a dog, even down to the body warmth. Oh. Well, that's... Put my face Doesn't on the shed... side of it. It's quite pleasantly furry. Doesn't shed, though. Oh. I am going to sleep on this dog. Yeah, me too. Possibly in the next five minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe very soon. Yeah, right, maybe um, like now. Anyway. Minute, and I... Yeah, yeah they... They stay. <laughs> they stay they healed, they stay put, and uh, wait for your further commands. Uh, as you head back into the central chamber, uh, into the... I guess this was uh, yeah, it's the portal chamber. There we go. Uh, you look up uh, and you can tell the names of the cities. So, this city is Fen. Uh, you can see that the city on the northern edge of the Skyclaw Range, uh, where the tip of the mountains are, is Orinth. Oh, as in the helm. Mm-hmm. Right. The city at the centre of the two, like the point where the two mountain ranges meet, although it's actually on a mountain is Kairos. Ah. The one halfway along the southern mountain range is Hebe. <laughs> and the one and the one that is on the island that isn't there anymore is uh, Ithak. Hmm. Okay, so that's the one that was sacked. Hmm. Hmm. That sank. Which one was it? 
that we might think the citadel's in. Based Definitely on the, the top position, of a mountain. Based on the position, and the sky uh, Kairos matches up to the location Kairos. of Hayuka Hasapa, the mountain. So maybe in the slightly longer term, we're headed to Kairos. Yeah. Would make oh. sense. Right, I'm going to just have a scan and check there's nothing else worth what? knowing in the walls. Yeah. Um, then I'll identify. There is actually also but... something else happening, because um, Odenone and Helvi have not joined you for your for most uh -oh. of the revelations. They have been in here uh, looking at the bodies, and Odenone is knelt near a glaive, just looking in with some degree of shock and awe. Well, is it? Uh, they have, they have cheerfully been checking this room for for things of use. Uh, Helvi, you can see, has three little um, sealed clay gourds with uh, thin wicks on the top. Um, what, uh, which they kind of uh, do? Ah, these are apparently uh, fire pots. Ah. Oh, uh, useful. Burn, they burn very hot. Oh, lovely. Definitely uh, useful. Of more immediate attention, though. Uh, is the glaive that Odinone is looking at. It is a beautiful glaive. Uh, and again, oh. I say the glaive is the closest equivalent. These are more closer to almost like a naginata. They are like a, a full third of the of the length of, of the weapon is actual steel blade, while the other two thirds are shaft. Mm. So uh, they, they're, they're like a third blade, two thirds uh, 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 wood. In any case, this glaive has a black walnut shaft uh, and a long leaf-shaped head, about a third of its length. Now, the edges of the glaive, while showing signs of grinding and sharpening over a long time, are remarkably clean and intact for what appears to be steel. And it does appear to be steel. It doesn't seem to be mithril. Um, you're getting quite good at telling the difference. The blade's edges, in particular, show the complex pattern of damascened steel. Uh, reminiscent of the natural patterning of adamantine alloy but this blade doesn't show any signs of that this is not an adamantine blade the flat of the blade is almost entirely black but it's not the black of adamantine you look and see that it is the blade has been heavily decorated on both sides with silver and has gone black from tarnishing over time oh. it Probably time and careful polishings might reveal the fine details of what is on this, but what you can make out seems to depict a pair of giants and a number of smaller figures. The... You see, uh, Odinone is swallowing a little uh, in somewhere between... Just shock and awe staring down at it. What is it? Uh, this... Um, he swallows a little bit. Uh, this is not a... This is not an ordinary weapon. Uh, this Enchanted? is... No. Uh, I, at least I have never heard of it being so uh, this is uh, the I have written the wrong name 
down. Make sure I get this right. Yes. This is Sinefotalone. Uh, uh, the the uh, uh, things for a moment. The sky glaive. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, this. It is from the. It it will it last belonged to the uh, uh, to to the your chi uh, the um, the they uh, they were they were the Yama sword the uh, the children of the sky the raiders before they became them before the younger overthrew the old. But it is a thing of all, Ah Chin. Um, the stories say it was given to the Toshano Ah Chin, uh, the uh, you'd say the northern founders, uh, the, the before the Cloud Walkers left. It so was, this is. What is it supposed to do? It it is a weapon, but. Uh, I understand um, where you are from. There is you are the queen uh, of uh, Orsiria wears a crown. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like a ceremonial weapon. It's just uh, as much as being a weapon. It's like a a symbol of position of office. Yes, it was passed along the Toshano until the until their nation broke ah. and became ours and the Yorchi and the Anwar uh, and uh, such um, and it was it, it was passed between rulers uh, was a, a, around um, 300 years ago uh, High Judge uh, to, uh, Totola Tone of the Yorchi was uh, slain uh, in, a, in a battle. Uh, her body was never recovered, and it was thought that wherever she was buried, this Sinefer uh, Talone would be. And it's but just it was here. here This is this is a treasure of my people. Well, your people should have it then. Of course, yeah, yes. We need to get it back to them. Yes. Was it with just one of these bodies? He points. You can see uh, there is a number of the bodies, um, and they on the surviving pieces of armor. You can see there are patterns. The one that was nearest this had uh, particularly embellished uh, armor with uh, brightly colored stripes uh, painted onto it uh, with the symbol of a griffin holding an arrow in its four claws. Odinone points griffin riders. your chi, the griffin's people. So when they said bring something back 
from these oh, ruins. This, this could be it. I think this would probably fit the bill quite nicely, don't you? I think this would probably do it, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Odinone exhales. <sighs> yes, we should bring this back after sleep. Yeah. You yeah. should bring this back. To yeah. sleep on. Ah! It's really nice. Well, it's sort of neutral. Oh. I think he looks rather... Well, once you get Glasses. over the size, he's rather adorable. Good. Yes. And... Hello. <laughs> with a level of exhaustion yeah. and relief, you begin piling onto the dog pillow. I feel like we I'll all lean on the dog. Heart, <laughs> and we'll all just curl up on the dog and go to sleep. Yes, which and sounds so nice, by the way. <laughs> securely it ensconced so good. within... I want it. Yeah. Securely ensconced within this fortress... You get you finally managed to take a long rest. And that is where we will pick up next time. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. I'm south at last by Jade Key's call, though it was nearly our downfall. To step through space by portals rift, a legacy of birthday's gift. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.